0: dead a podcast pulverizing episodes of the walking dead universe sometimes we give you news sometimes we make a laugh but most times we go deep (laughs) today's episode we're discussing fear the walking dead's 14th episode of season 6 titled mother john glover mother blood mother mother and uh obviously alicia we got some (laughs) decoder we got no morgan saying decoder and alicia
1: so i got some pretty heavy norman bates vibes in the beginning of the episode, mama's boy, mother, all of that. And then we see mother. And I'm like, oh yeah, totally. I'm going to say something that I know Sharon going to agree with me on. Alicia's makeup was so good this episode. They made her look so tired. You could just see the exhaustion in her face, even the way she delivered her lines. It was like she was having trouble even just getting the words out.
0: For people who don't know rachel has a makeup background you know she has an effects artist (laughs) background but she's also a cosmetologist she knows this stuff is there anything that you could point out that you thought technically was was pretty cool like something that they did with her makeup that in particular that made it stand out
1: yeah this might sound really weird to most people but anyone who does makeup it's it's gonna make total sense the color that they picked was really good i've seen in other shows and movies where they just like try to slap on some like red underneath the eyes to make them look tired and it's like oh yeah oh Oh, some red eyeliner, yeah. That's a shortcut, yeah. It is. It's it's a cop-out and it's a shortcut, and they didn't do that this time. I mean, the color that they picked for her eyes looked, like, tired and sunken in. They weren't purpley, so they didn't look like bruises or anything. I mean, it looked natural. It really looked like Alicia Dubnam Carey hadn't slept for a month.
0: Those BTS photos, though, too, like, didn't help matters either, because it looked like, oh, she was going method. Oh, I haven't slept in days.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like,
0: She's like, oh, yeah. I'm constantly reclining,
1: <laughs> which is
0: not fair because she looks too good for that. It's like, hi, I'm, I'm just tired,
1: right? With like, With and they're giving you like the eye. Betty
0: boop eyes, like her you know,
1: gorgeous smoky eye.
0: Do you even know <laughs> what you're doing <laughs> to sixty percent of the men and forty percent of the women? <laughs>
1: At least 40%.
0: Just so everybody knows, I'm not putting the reaction videos. I hadn't put the reaction video at the beginning of the last episode. I'm not going to put it in this episode as well. But if you had seen the reaction video that I had that I made to this episode, you'll see I did at least three times when Dakota says I had to or like he he was in my way or no one understands that. Like I was like... That sucking in of breath represents a lot of things. It represents, God, that's sick. Two, that's like, part of me does feel like, wow, that is some sort of head trick that was pulled on you. She even mentions this in this episode, like I never had what you're you're describing. You wanna say to Alicia's point, yeah, she did offer you a chance, but the problem is if you don't have a reference point, what do you know what you're looking at even if you're looking at it, right? Like sometimes somebody shows you an orange in a painting full of fruit that you've never eaten before. And you're like, that's an orange and you're pointing generally in the area of the fruit. And then when somebody shows you the picture again, I was like, that's the orange, right? It's like, no, you're pointing to grapes, you fucking dummy. Like, So (laughs) if you don't know what a proper relationship looks like, sometimes you have to touch the fire just to know that fire burns. That's what that, just that sound is. It's like, it's a combination of a lot of things. And then obviously the overwhelming part of that is motherfucker. I can't do anything about it. Alicia certainly has proven she cannot do anything about it.
1: Here's what I have to say to not knowing what's right in front of you. Alicia offered a better way, but you're you're saying Dakota wouldn't recognize it because she's never seen it. I can agree with that. I, I think it's pretty clear that Dakota has no idea what's right, what's wrong, but I don't know enough about Dakota to feel sympathetic for her. I don't know what she's been through. I don't know her story. I don't know what her childhood was like. The only thing I have to judge her on... Is what I have seen, and what I have seen is a teenager who pretty much has does whatever the hell she wants and has no consequences to her actions. Oh, my sister, mom locked me up and wouldn't let me out. Okay, my mom did that on a regular basis when I was a twelve year old when I was a teenager. I didn't kill anybody.
0: <laughs> well, you weren't in a zombie apocalypse too, or and told no. here's the plateau, you can't leave the plateau. There's lots of dangerous. Things. And another thing, like I, I recently thought about this is like when you try to remember that Sherry's was. Violated and all that. That's like another thing that I remember is that like she literally is the only kid in a world of shitty adults. The primary shitty adult being her mother, like seeing the worst example in what you find out later is your mother, which makes it, I think, in a weird way worse. Like when you find out that that, the worst person in the world was your mother and not your sister, but your mother, the person who's supposed to be the prime example, and yet. I saw once in this episode and this really like there's so many little things and this is just one of them that I'm going to touch on right now even though I said that just now there's that that one part where Cole is got the the shotgun up to the what was we thought was his mother Teddy's mother's face corpse face <laughs> and she's like, she steps in. She goes, Teddy. Not necessarily because she's trying to get on Teddy's side, although I think that's the case. But mother, that's his mother. That's my mother. I think you said this on the episode just after the door was, which was called
1: things left to do.
0: At the end, Ginny dies. Dakota gets in. We saw in the captions. No, no. There's that other part that that's like, no matter how bad your mom is, that's your mom. Only you get to kill her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a big thing that we're going to talk about in this episode so does that. The drama of the gifted child is the the trap that you can never escape. And that is your mother's approval, your mother's approval or your parents' approval. Even though you say it doesn't mean shit to you, the fact that you're saying that is only to escape it or try to escape that. And we've mentioned this on the show before. You either become more grandiose in order to get approval from others, which is a reflection of you wanting approval from your parents. So you become Mm -hmm. grandiose. You try to get the good grades. You try to do everything right. You know, you become charming. You become a performer. you become Come to entertain people, or you become depressed. You're like, I'll never get the love. Uh, so, well, who cares? And then you start to get sneaky. Like, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll steal the love by doing sneaky things. Oh, well, cheat on the test to get all the good grades, or. You know, I'll pretend like I go to sleep and then I'll go party because I want to fool their ass. Like we talked about this is the big one is yeah. that when, we, when you when you fool authority in order to get their approval, like, Whoa, I'm I'm a good boy. But that's just depression. That's like, that's you saying I'm never gonna, gonna get the love. I might as well pretend, you know, I might as well pr- pretend like I'm doing everything right. And then I'll do whatever I want. Fuck you for putting the pressure <laughs> on you're blaming your parents for the thing that's inherent in your nature. You want their approval, but you feel like you're never gonna get it. So you act out or you become grandiose and you do all all the right things you do and they put that pressure on yourself and these are the two extremes
1: negative attention from your parents is still attention for kids who don't get attention at all they will act out because even getting yelled at means they're paying attention to me
0: Yeah, but the principle is true, is that whatever you decide to become, or your brain decides to to act on, it's all in the the name of you trying to get approval from parents. And I feel like I need to apologize to both you and the audience and everybody. Like when I try to verbalize why I don't want Dakota to die, it's not just because she's a kid. I'm not the best at always expressing myself. Really, I'm not. I talk a lot and I bullshit a lot. And sometimes I go, so like you you (laughs) kind of get the impression that of what I'm trying to say. But sometimes I don't verbalize it. Part of that is is recognizing that in an ocean of corrupt adults her mother being the worst it's hard to judge her in some senses but then also trying to fight for some sort of freedom in order to find out what a good relationship is supposed to be like when I see a child that was deprived of what could have been a bare minimum of a good upbringing like maybe she doesn't know that part of that upbringing was to protect her like okay well, I'm protecting you from walkers you ungrateful piece of shit but you know to a kid they don't know that talk to any parent you anybody else they don't appreciate what they have. They're not going right. to appreciate it until they make it to like 30 years old like, mom, I want to just thank you for give, putting food to my belly. <laughs> like till they sorry, have gonna...
1: kids and they're going through the same shit we are and then they're like, "Oh or, my god, I'm so sorry."
0: <laughs> or even like the moment they have to take responsibility for themselves, right? Yeah. Like any responsibility. Oh, I have to hold a paper route. Or <laughs> like, I don't know, I'm just thinking, "Oh, what are we in the 70s or <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> the second they have to like make money and then to pay for the things that they want rather than rely on you or, okay, thinking about renting an apartment and then realizing that's not going to happen without... Money, <laughs> yeah, uh, a, a roadmap to whatever it is you want to do in life, and then let's say you have a girlfriend. That's that's an obstacle too. Like, oh, someday yep. I'm gonna need to afford a ring and all these things. <laughs> but then that it finally dawns on you what you've been given all this time is like, oh yeah, roof over my head, soft pillow under my head, uh, food in my belly. Even if it's not even a lot, like you're like, I at least I had that. So tell a kid who's been living in the zombie apocalypse among no other kids among adults primarily to appreciate what she has and meanwhile she's watching shitty people do shitty things and you know monkey see monkey do in some senses but in other senses it's like i can't live like this anymore all of that feeling like and there's more obviously that i can't quite express but like all of that goes in the like, oh, what do I, f- I don't know what to do about this. It sucks. Like she's, she's, she's like a walking tornado. Like everywhere she goes, she is fucking shit up. And I could see in her face, like, I just want to do right. Knocks over a bunch of things. <laughs> like, she's like the drunk that stumbles into your party and ruins it.
1: See, I don't think she wants to do right. She wants to do whatever she wants, and she doesn't want anybody to tell her not to. And guess who's doing that for her? Teddy.
0: Okay. So you're pointing out what she says she wants versus what she wants to do.
1: I'm not 100% convinced because, again, we haven't seen it. We, we're only taking Dakota's word that her life was so terrible. Really. Is there an sort example of. of what was so terrible? Because I didn't see anything terrible done to her other other than... Jenny trying to keep her in the house.
0: You're right about one thing is we don't know the, d- we don't know the drama and the details with regards to specifically d- Jenny and Dakota necessarily. And this is the trick though. This is the trick that they are trying Even to pull on Even
1: pre-apocalypse, we have no idea what the upbringing was like.
0: Well, yeah. What I'm thinking is all the show has ever shown us and on purpose is, and particularly in the key, Dakota is just going, well, I don't know. I'm just Dakota. I'm just walking around here with my shoulders up like, hmm, because the show wants you to see that. Meanwhile, you know that she was the one who who killed Cameron. There's what you see and what you know to be true. I'm having a hard time reconciling those things because what have we been finding ourselves saying lately? Seeing is believing. There's a part of you when you when your mind sees something that's so complex and nuanced. It wants to start pointing fingers because I have no time for this. Like, so of course, di-co- hashtag Dakota, <laughs> hashtag fuck Dakota. And that's something yeah. the writer should take into account.
1: If this were real life, it'd be different
0: <laughs> well that's and that's where i'm living yeah. right now is like ah uh, this this is why it's so but this is why i love it is because i get to live here in pain and misery and i get to stew in these juices and enjoy being in the hot tub with all this shit in it like i'm like bugs bunny in the cannibal pot you know and i'm stewing with all the carrots and the, and the little parsnips and turnips that they put in the pot i'm like yeah this is this is right this is right and the, but i know eventually the, the cannibals are, are going to want to eat me at some point and so <laughs> i have to get out at some point yeah. so th- that's where i'm living right now i'm enjoying it while it lasts but See, at some I, point I watch, a resolution has I, to be made
1: i watch it from a from a viewer point of view you know i'm watching a show if this were real life obviously dakota would need years of therapy i mean people are just gonna kill her in the real world you get a child like that help obviously but we're not living in the real world this is the zombie apocalypse we don't have any therapists kill the bitch (laughs) who who gets she's not getting any better charlie charlie kills her charlie's gonna kill her
0: Where's Charlie? In the next episode? No. In the next
1: episode. Or the last episode.
0: <laughs> I have to make a claim. I know that I said to you in private, obviously, and some of you others who might talk to about this. <laughs> My like, God, she can't be playing a long con, blah, 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 because this happens, this happens. She's yeah. so convincing. She pulls a gun on Charlie. But that's honestly, after watching this obsessively so many times, I'm I'm really starting to think, and there's some some spots where you start to see that I think she's long conning it. I think she's long conning it and you guys are going to be upset with me because because that would mean we have to entertain the world in which Dakota is just trying to save the day. And listen, listen, you might get what you want because she may die in the pursuit. Yeah. That, yep, that's, that's cool. how committed she is. Yeah, so that's that's, cool.
1: that's fine with I'm me. Trying to give
0: trying to give you the silver yep. lining up front so you can no. possibly Sharon hear like I, the rest yeah, of it.
1: Yeah, Sheridan and I had almost the same exact conversation. We both said, "Yeah, for sure, maybe maybe it's a long con." I personally, I, I hope it's not. I I don't <laughs> think it is, and I hope it's not. She's finally getting the attention that she's always wanted, so I do think she's drinking the Kool Aid too. However, if I'm wrong and this is a long con, fine, cool, save the day. It still doesn't make up for what you did. Sorry. <laughs>
0: You see this on on many shows, right? Sometimes it makes sense to get rid of complicated characters. Characters yes. that ha- are, are so messy in, in narrative, like, okay, they've done this. Oh, like Merle. Let's just say Merle. Even though he was on his upswing, <laughs> for the most part, you know, dying yeah, yeah. for certain causes, for his brother, for this piece, for whatever it is going to be, his future or his brother's future is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like still complicated. Like he's done shitty things. He's he is kind of a shitty person. So it's hard. It's hard to kind of wrestle with a, with a, a world in which this guy can continue to exist. It's the same thing with Negan to a certain extent. How long can you possibly keep somebody that's so complicated and so nuanced in this world? And maybe in some respects with TWD, the fact that he's still in it makes it interesting, makes people upset enough. Some people upset enough to be like, oh, that, I want that motherfucker to die. But also like, I don't want that motherfucker to die because there's something about somebody that's so complicated that walks around potentially causing chaos, maybe causing maybe going back to the way he was. You want a little of that chaos, that little like question mark. Like what's going to happen next? Is he going to punch her in the face? Is he not?
1: At least in Negan's case, he was held responsible. He did serve punishment. There was some sort of consequence for what he did. That hasn't happened for other people. Right,
0: right. (laughs) And this is kind of my point. Like, it makes sense that... I still don't like him, though. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you could say about Negan, right? Like, you could say, I like that he's on the show, but I don't like him as a person, right? You could say that. I love
1: Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
0: And this this is what I said in that Reddit, (laughs) Reddit, Reddit, Dean post, Reddit, Dean Morgan post. What I said, what I said to the Redditor was, yeah, I don't like what he did to Spencer. This is to the Spencer question. What he did was not justified. It was murder, cold-blooded. I get why he did it. Right. I understood <laughs> it, but it was still cold-blooded murder. Like, I get why he did it according to him and his point of view and un- sure, trying to understand yeah. the character, but it yeah. was still a bad thing. Like, and yeah. it was a, still a, sh- like, even if you didn't like Spencer, it's still murder. Like, yeah. you don't get to kill people because you don't like them. I mean, in, in with the armchair, well, if you're an armchair murderer, yeah. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But Negan, Negan killed Spencer because he would, he would have been a threat. Negan killed Spencer for the same reason the CRM took out the campus colony they would have been a
0: threat right and and that's but right but that's scary right that's like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but who else will they think of as a threat right yeah exactly yeah which is the point sort of like campus colony i don't get sometimes sometimes like okay you get it but you don't want to get it like it's like it's too much it's too much Mm -hmm. to wrap your head around it's like who are you most of the world is dead who are you proving it to
1: (laughs) (laughs) because they're thriving they should be executed okay right. Mm -hmm. it's not even
0: to show other people it's really just to say nah nah just us we're the light you're not
1: we don't we don't want you getting bigger than us
0: yeah but that wasn't negan's reasoning to kill spencer was like don't you guys get the same idea that's Now we're making an example of like, you're useless to me. And I'm going to show you other people that like when you try to be a a useless weasel, see like at least Gregory Gregory gets shit done. Gregory knows how to (laughs) motivate people. You are just trying to save your own skin. You're not, nobody here respects you. At least at Hilltop, everybody respected Gregory enough to follow the rules.
1: Did they or did they respect Jesus?
0: But all the so that's the thing when you are a first mover when you are the guy that this is always the hilltop rule There's always the guy in charge yep. And then there's the real guy in charge and the real guy yeah. in charge really got things done The second yep. the second Jesus took on an authority figure role. He mm-hmm. shit the bed. He kept going off <laughs> Fucking Aaron and fighting Aaron. Yep. Whatever having, he does with Aaron. Having
1: four play sessions. Yeah, exactly Aaron.
0: And, and who who was running it Tara
1: <laughs> Tara at the time. Exactly. Yeah, because Maggie the- was with Georgie
0: that's the hilltop leader rule. That's how it works. But anyway, if it works, it works. That's that's Negan saying, I don't give a shit who runs mm-hmm. it. As long as the, I get half half your shit, that's it." Anyway, so yeah. the point being, have we
1: even talked about Mother yet?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <I mean, laughs> we we do whatever we want here. Like, what you want? You want us to talk about the episode? Okay. My my point is, I I think I think Virginia is in it for the long con. She's doing just like Victor. She's, she's Dakota. She's, well, da- see,
1: you don't think that's played out. You said Virginia. I, oh, sorry, I meant Dakota. There, right? um, you don't think that storyline's been played out?
0: Well, um, Long Con. I don't think so. There is a part of me that is is kind of like, well, it might as well be that she's falling in with them because it, it does go back to my point. Is yeah, that that's when, where I'm at. The, the first point I was trying to make with when it comes to parent parental approval, like now she's an orphan, now she's a ward of the state. Who is my mother mm-hmm. if not my mother? Right. I thought maybe Alicia could be that, but she clearly doesn't want me. And if and even if she did want me, I would just trick her into thinking, you know, whatever, she doesn't get me also. So I'm just going to trick her into being a good a good daughter. No, no. And then you go you then you talk about Teddy. Well, Teddy's pretty charming He's pretty convincing. He seems pretty smart. In fact, like you know, Dakota's looking at him all night, all all day, and she's like looking at what she's able to do with what he's able to do with Cole, detect from Cole, and anticipate every mm-hmm. move. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Like, so it might as well be right. But then there's a part of me that's kind of like with certain key spots where I think Dakota is really long conning it, and teddy sees it too why does teddy tell dakota to wait outside when he's showing showing alicia around because where is he actually Uh, taking her
1: he's taking alicia to the um to the The to the vault (laughs) yeah The, the vault the reason i think teddy told dakota to wait he wants dakota to feel a certain way he wants to show Alicia a little bit more attention right now and create jealousy in Dakota. This Ooh, is, that's this a, is good a tactic. Answer. Like Riley. It's a tactic. He's giving Alicia the attention that, Dakota, that he knows Dakota wants, so she's going to get more jealous and she's going to, kind of like what you said earlier, want to prove herself even more. Like, look at me. Look at me. That's that's what he's doing.
0: Look, I was thinking I was thinking he was doing that because but that's a that's a monster of an answer. That's a beast of an answer. I love it. I was thinking just like, okay, okay, mom, can I tell you my answer? (laughs) I thought no, no, F (laughs) minus. No,
1: F minus. I I thought it
0: was just because like, okay, if if I keep her outside, she's not going to interfere or be a problem. If if I because maybe she won't understand why I'm putting Alicia in a vault. Or maybe I don't Mm -hmm. trust her all the way. Like, even though you see acts of fealty. At one point during the live watch, I'm like, is this one of those Teddy ain't no dummy kind of situations? Because everything he's doing, everything he's done throughout this episode Mm -hmm. was purposeful. And like, holy shit, walking between the raindrops. Just can't do wrong. He just, he's got such swag. There's a part of me, obviously, that's like, fuck this guy, take this guy out. But then there's another part of me that's like, I'm seriously impressed. (laughs) I'm just super impressed. I cannot help yeah. it. Part of me actually kind of wants him to win in a weird way. <laughs> like I think <laughs> I think he deserves it. I think, you know, if there's an award for just smartest man in the room. Teddy, how? Yeah. Oh, the, oh, right. The, remember what we said about conditions? Sometimes the conditions are just right so that you well, obviously we were talking about why couples that love each other so much break up. But listen, <laughs> it could apply to serial killers too. If the conditions <laughs> are just right. Just the highway, (laughs) the freeway is open. Take the open road, man. You got this. Love
1: and serial killers. (laughs) <laughs> that should be a show
0: See, that's your documentary
1: <laughs> yes
0: I, I can't hear love and ser- serial killers what no and that's the title huh? <laughs> I can't hear colon love and about love and serial killers and then dot and then what huh? question mark exclamation point
1: <laughs> yeah if I'm being totally honest let's uh, 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 we've talked a lot about who we are in the apocalypse right? If I'm being totally honest, I I would probably be I would probably drink the Kool-Aid. The shit he's saying is making sense and they have, you know, food. I'd be in there, you know, working with the chickens and making salads. Oh Hell yeah, sign me up for kitchen duty. <laughs>
0: You know, in in some ways, I I don't hate me for saying this, but like I, (laughs) if I just put your face on top of Dakota's, because you're a pretty pretty tough gal with the shotgun. Listen, don't think about Dakota's past and what she did. I'm just saying right in that moment with the shotgun, I say, oh, it's a toy shotgun. But like, I could see Rachel doing that. (laughs) Like... What do you want our boss (laughs) like just you know mouthing off like what I'm I'm a real ender Mm. I was gonna say Riley but they're like no you're not that you're not dumb like you're not a true believer you're like a a, a person of action
1: unless he turns out to be a double agent like I think
0: (laughs) do you really think though do you I At do. This right? I do still. Oh, okay, I do okay. still.
1: I was expecting an episode that that was going to paint Riley in a really bad light because we needed something that that just squashed any idea that he was on our side. And this was it. This was that episode. So I was ready for it. My, wait, my wait. opinion of Riley, Riley has not changed.
0: What you're saying is you wanted that definitive like, oh, yeah, no, he's not with anybody else. So
1: Yeah, that's what it, I was expecting.
0: But that's not how you're supposed to find it. <laughs> you're supposed to find evidence to prove <laughs> your theory. A negative does not make a proof make. 'Cause now you're now you're still going off of suspicion. Like, okay, oh, maybe.
1: I'm thinking more like the showrunners. Like <laughs> like how would we how would we throw our viewers for a loop? Well, we're gonna make it look like Riley is really in, on Teddy's side. Oh, okay. He's gonna you're, shove you're a gun in Alicia's face. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna shove a gun in Alicia's face. He's gonna you know, we're gonna we're gonna make the viewers think that Riley really wants to kill Alicia. And that's what we saw. So to me, I'm just more convinced that Riley is working against Teddy in some way.
0: (laughs) I I think I'd be more on board for that if you included just one extra one extra like pretend, even if it's pretend bit like, okay, let me throw something off the top of my head. Like, okay, if you said that he really wants Alicia out of the way, like he personally let's say he's working for somebody else or like let's say Mm -hmm. CRM, right? Let's just say CRM, right? Just just because it's easier because it's something we know. Oh, he really does want to kill Alicia because Alicia is getting in the way of him being the guy. His plan. Right. And him being the trusted one and up Like, do you know? what You're yeah, not saying yeah. that, so I'm not on board. Okay. <laughs> I was looking for the evidence that he was working on behalf of somebody else or himself or like, do you know what I mean? Like against Mm -hmm. Teddy. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. All I saw was him being super devoted Mm -hmm. and almost like a child with Teddy, like, I'm a good boy. And then he grabs his beans (laughs) and then he he grabs his Frankenbeans. beans that, which is weird by the way because every, did you you see the reaction video? I was like, literally like, oh, what is he gonna do? Uh Grab his balls, I was about to say. And then like, he did it. And part of me loves that because it's kind of like, it's like they get me, it's like they get me. (laughs) They're in my head. No, wait, it gets better though. Cause then literally I talked over John Glover when he was saying this line, it was like, this is what I learned from from the row. And like, of course I go back and I watch it. It's like, yeah, you pick up a few things from death. I'm like, holy shit (laughs) balls. (laughs) <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> but like, there's... But it goes to like what what I was initially saying about what Chambliss and Goldberg were saying about how it goes to like Teddy's childlike nature, right? This guy is just a kid who never quite grew up. Uh, I, I kind of want to root out some of the other evidence so that we can move on to a different point because then eh, we, can, we can talk a lot about Dakota, uh, no joke, but just with respect to the idea that maybe she's a sleeper, maybe she's in it for the long con. Mm, it's possible. Even I at first said no, we're like, no, she pissed me off. T- this is this is the thing that always gets me and this is something that I feel like sometimes when we're in, when we're in it, we forget because this is what happens to us. We get so pissed off three times. I went like that. Right. And then like, okay, I take a day or two. We took two days to kind of review two more days to review everything and to kind of get gather our strength and our evidence and stuff like that. And then I came back. I'm like, Okay, In spite of what I felt in the moment, I'm seeing evidence here that when Cole's about to shoot Teddy's mother, quote unquote, she's she's, she's like, do you, do you want me to step? I, it's your mother. It's like my mother. You don't want her to get hurt. You know, that sort of thing. Zoe Coletti, when she's talking about behind the scenes for Dakota, she says she has a mountain to climb when it comes to trying to make up for things with Alicia. She doesn't say, she doesn't even allude to her not climbing that mountain or refusing to climb that mountain, even after this episode's over. Because they show with these behind the scenes after the episode's over. This has got to me thinking she's still trying to climb the mountain. Okay. But that you can probably explain. Look, Zoe Kaletti, she's 20 shit year old. maybe she didn't explain it quite right. Maybe she didn't include <laughs> that maybe she's not climbing the mountain. Maybe she's given up on it. Mm, I don't know. But from what it sounds like, it sounds like who could blame Dakota for, for making it look like she she's, she's joining her? You know, like, oh, of course they're going to lead you down this garden path. Anyway, I, I'm not convinced. I'm just saying, I'm seeing hints. And sometimes the show likes to swing us heavily down one way and then swing us heavily back another way. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a, a big theory that will sew all this up very nicely, hopefully. I'm hoping to God that I explain this right enough because I, I I thought of this just before bed, I'm like, (gasps) Because this, this series, this season's all all been about parallels, about the end is the beginning, obviously. We're trying to show uh, the same scenario here with two characters, and then another, the same scenario again here with another two characters, or the same characters with different people. One in particular that I like very much, I'm going backwards from, from the end. When Alicia finally reaches Victor and says, the beach club is in Galveston, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Dakota, in the same breath, just after, says, oh, it's Victor, as you heard earlier from Cole, he's just going to try to go the furthest away as fast as he can. She makes sure to use the same exact word, words Cole uses because she sees Teddy. She sees that he's very, very clever, very observant, very careful to pick up on all the hints so that he can make a clever Teddy determination of, the, of what's going on here. She knows Teddy's no dummy. I think she's thinking a few steps ahead. The Exact same words. Victor's going to go as far away as possible. Cole knows it. Cole obviously knew the gang beforehand. Why would he lie? Cole's obviously a very pissed off individual. Of course, Victor's like that. That was my strongest bit of evidence, by the way.
1: That was probably the only one and only time I actually agreed with Dakota in this episode. Her take on Victor. Yeah, he probably would try and hightail it as fast as he can.
0: Not to say that that's that's what she thinks, but I feel like that she's just saying, oh... Don't worry about Victor. Let's assume that she wants to be the long haul kind of long con kind of person trying to save the day. Of course, she's going to say that she wants Victor to save the day in a way. Like she needs all the help that she can get. She look, she's a little piece of shit. You know, she knows it too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if she's playing the long like, game, like Charlie, um, I I see what you're saying. If she's playing the long con, I don't, I don't right. personally think she is. I think she's just a little. Shit, But yeah, if she is playing right. a long con, that would be something you'd want to put out there like, oh, you don't you know, don't worry about Victor. He's just out for himself. Just
0: like Cole said earlier, because she's yeah. using the same words. Sure. Like, oh, sure. yeah. He want he want to get as far away as possible. I don't don't blame him. I don't know
1: know if Teddy was necessarily listening during that scene because he was supposed to be looking for a signal. He's listening to everything. actually, what I took away from that scene wasn't even what Dakota said. It was what Alicia said when she heard Strand on the radio. The first thing she says, can I trust you? That's a good question, Alicia. Mm hmm. Yeah. Start with that one.
0: It it almost feels redundant. Because if you have to ask the question.
1: Then obviously you already know the answer.
0: Yeah. But we already know. We we knew even before the episode came up that in the sneak peeks to the next episode, you see Victor and Morgan and all these people just outside the sub. So we know that Alicia can trust Victor. So then what does that say about what Dakota does? Dakota knew enough about Victor and knew that Victor initially wanted to bring her back to Virginia. Dakota has some goods on Victor on what kind of person he is. The car ride towards Ed Gaines house, right? That we're mm-hmm. getting ambushed and then. St- still wanting to bring her back to Lot, So like, I think she gets an idea of the kind of person that Victor is, the kind of friends he has and how much he does maybe love his friends, but it's also just like victor trying to play the long con trying to damage things from the inside because he's open about what his plans are remember when he's talking to jenny or sorry when he's talking to alicia and they have that mexican standoff and like they're talking about this stuff in front of dakota like oh i'm, I'm just right here i'm just trying to mm-hmm. get by, trying to escape my my sister <laughs> they're like okay So take all of that into account when you when Dakota says, Oh, it's just Victor. He's trying to get get away as far as possible. Oh, he's just a piece of shit. Like, no, I don't I don't think so. That's it's not a throwaway thing she does. So this is like the biggest piece of evidence that I have. I don't want to believe it either. I want (laughs) to believe that. I want to believe that she's a piece of shit. I want it to be over. I want to stop having these frustrating feelings. Listen, I'm a cameo. We're very stubborn people.
1: See, I would (laughs) at this point, at this point, and and Sharon knows what I'm going to say because she's going to say the same thing. I think we both would like to see her just go full bad, fully lean into this cult.
0: I'm just saying that too. Do you remember what you were saying before? I just like my TV shows yep. to be simple, is yep. why I know where I stand and I, <laughs> I know who to root for. I know. No, this is Fear the Walking Dead, bitch. You don't get that hair. <laughs> it's not <Sorry>. going to happen. <laughs> you, you, you watch season four, <laughs> Charlie, and you're like, yeah, oh, it's simple. Yeah, fuck Charlie. Right. And now it's not so simple, right? No, no. <laughs> if spaghetti were simple. I'm still in the nuanced camp. I'm still like, okay, I'm still f- trying to find my way. You know me. It's all about the story. Having said that, well, okay, now you're fucked, Dave. Because if it's all about story and not about personal entanglements with certain characters or who dies, who lives, now you're like, okay, what makes sense? It doesn't matter how I feel about a thing. Now, what, to, what makes sense? And what would make me feel shitty is if all of this were leading to right wrongs with favorites. No, I don't care about that. This is the Walking Dead universe, people. This is, the, you don't, you're not supposed to get what you want <laughs> things are supposed to go wrong and things are supposed to fall apart or at least expect it to in some form or fashion this is not fucking frozen you don't have to let it go no sometimes people carry grudges all throughout the seasons <laughs> it's like... yeah but what would make me angry is if P- if the writers pulled back from what they were trying to accomplish, what they're trying to actually make us feel. Even if it's anger, even if it's frustration, if they pulled back, I'd be like, what was all this for, right? Go all, I'm not saying Dakota should go all ham. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, no, 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 keep us on this line as long as humanly fucking possible. Make us crazy. Make us lose our fucking mind. Dude, I've been crazy for a month. I'm, I need
1: some, I need, I need some clarity here. I need someone to just, set me right again i'm i've been crazy i've been i have been here i'm like at the like, edge of sanity right now
0: it's like asking your husband to put out it's like
1: can you fuck me honey? come on man <laughs> It's like, it's been weeks <laughs> ow that's never a problem in this house <laughs> <laughs> whoops <laughs>
0: Sorry, Evelyn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every week you're like, okay, okay, all right, all right, okay, come on. And then you get to the end of the episode and you're like, fucking fuck, no. Why are we going this direction? Why am I doing this to myself? I need something good to happen.
0: I'm making assumptions here, but there's going to be such a long-term gain out of all of this. And that's the thing. You're too busy looking at the one thing. And I, said, I think I said this before. You're too busy looking at or focusing or hyper-focusing on the one thing that frustrates you the most. You're missing all these other things. When that season's finally over and you get to re-watch the whole thing again, you're like, yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, I see what you're trying to Okay. I'll go as far to say this much. Let's say you watch the whole thing over again and you'll say they didn't quite pull off what they were trying to accomplish, but you can appreciate it. You'd be like, you know, I get it. I get what they're trying to do here. I appreciate the narrative they were trying to construct and build up. And like, even if they couldn't pull pull it off quite right, they've gone so much further than seasons four and five combined. And to the point where they've used season four and five in order to accomplish that goal. So I'm okay. And I will be okay once I get to watch the season and i never watch the season (laughs) over again but i will this time it's so
1: funny you said that just just a few weeks ago i told charity i'm like i can't wait for this season to be over with just so i can go back and watch it again knowing i actually get an ending
0: (laughs) because sometimes the details are fuzzy but the details are going to matter yeah in order to get the whole breadth of what they're trying to do because obviously it's all pieces of a puzzle
1: watching these episodes back to back to back to back is is going to be awesome I'm excited to binge this season.
0: I probably still won't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Just to spite everybody. Oh, you want to join this watch party? No, Dave. No, Dave has got to do a thing. Why are you referring to yourself in the third person? Dave is tired. (laughs) (laughs) Dave is busy. (laughs) <laughs> Dave checked this is checked out. I keep referring to her in my notes as Dakota is the breaker of the loop, of the pattern. Why do I say that? Because I have a theory about who this woman is that he picks up. In the newspaper clippings, they never did find the body of Teddy's last victim. Mm. We know that John planted the evidence, but we don't have definitive proof that Teddy actually killed the last person at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if this person that he found, he buried himself? what if this person was just like alicia part of his plan that's why he refers to her as mother he doesn't say he lied he said i showed you the truth she was the mother she was mother what does it mean not his literal mother he's referring to alicia just like mother Mm -hmm. right you are the mother of humanity you are the beginning you're gaia you're gonna guide our people through this that person that he picked up from that that mausoleum I guess it was an outdoor mausoleum or whatever I don't yeah. I don't know what it's called and maybe I'm wrong that was the previous Alicia from 30 years ago 35 years ago obviously she didn't work out
1: <laughs> 30 years ago he didn't have a, a nuke to kill all these people
0: another newspaper clipping says he was caught trying to oh on the arm, get the military mil- base yeah right yeah what was he trying to do
1: do they keep nukes on Military bases?
0: I don't fucking know, but you get the idea. <laughs> I, I
1: thought they'd be kept a but little bit more secure area, but
0: well, even the, everybody seems to know, even up to the point of the apocalypse, what this guy was thinking. Like yeah. they have the goods on him. He's been there for thirty years. These these CEOs, mm-hmm. wardens come and go. They mm-hmm. all get the profiles on every single because like there's not that many people in Death Row, and they're gonna be these installments that you see every day, and you're gonna have to interact with them every day. Right you and to have to anticipate what they're going to do next, right? So like, oh, you're still spe- still spewing the shit that you're, t- you're still, de- you know, eating the shit that you're spewing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is why I think he- he's trying to say, I didn't lie to you. She was, she was the mother. She was my mother. She was the mother for what I was trying to plan and do until, oh, that man stopped me. Oh, <laughs> oh. But I guess I just had to be patient. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I, it makes sense it though it does like, no it teddy yeah. doesn't
1: it does because otherwise teddy doesn't seem to
0: lie well
1: I, in a sense i was you know? also thinking well your your theory kind of answers the the question i had i'm thinking okay so once we find out it's not actually his mom i thought oh it was a good thing that uh, that there was a woman in in that thing that you opened like what if you like what if it had been a man so he knew he had to all, have known who was in there yeah all the better yeah yep
0: it was so frustrating until i until it everything kind of came into focus because why were all the victims women well i mean he was look he was looking for the perfect candidate he was looking for somebody that was like his mother taken too early obviously by his hand while he was at mortician school
1: and she found his journals and then then, yeah right because was like
0: oh everything's sick
1: disturbed
0: <laughs> Disturbed was more the word. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's about right. About right. Yeah. Very very generous of his of his loving mother, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, he could've you're fucking crazy. He like, is
1: crazy. <laughs> like this this to yeah. me, this just shows you how crazy he is too. That he has this reverence for his mother the way he does, even though she thought the way she did about him. And Alicia's doing the same thing, right? Like she's totally disgusted by him, but all I mean that like just turns him on more. <laughs> like you the more you well, the more you resist me the more i'm going to make you my the mo- the mother
0: <laughs> well you're bringing two specific things up right now that i desperately want to talk about because the two main things that I've wanted to talk about this whole time. One is that what we're t- trying to touch on before, ego- the idea of the, the drama of the gifted child, aka egotistic narcissism, right? As a result of us trying to gain favor with our parents or act in life as if we're trying to gain favor from our parents, aka but also our fa- family, friends, etc. to varying degrees, we want their approval. We can't help it, but you know, more than anybody will want approval from our parents. Teddy at some point checked out. And he even says as much. He says, oh, I'm never going to get the love for my mother. She's right. The thing that makes him really smart, really smart, in my opinion, is that he knows. He's so in touch with the idea of this, with this specific idea of the love I have for my mother or the reverence I have for my mother means a lot to me. Most people, or at least most people these days, walk around thinking, eh, I don't care. (laughs) You're such a fucking lot but you you say you don't care, but you do. At least acknowledge it, and then you can work around it, work with it, or try, to have a life where you can address these feelings or have a life with your mother and your parents and the rest of the people around you. Because if you can't, that has a reflection of how you see yourself and how does Teddy see himself? He sees himself as wrong. Because when his mother says, it disturbed is what she said, and then he believed it. He believed it. He went to jail 30 years, believing all the things he believes, Mm -hmm. sure. He can still believe all the things that he believes, but know in his heart that I'm bad. And he acts in this world too, as if he is bad. You know what? I may always be bad because that's what my love my mother left me with. And that in a sense that's kind of sad too, mm-hmm. right? Like knowing that you're bad, walking through life. Look, fine. Let me get that out of the way. Maybe I'm impressed with Teddy. Whatever. Okay, let's keep going. Are you sure
1: you haven't watched but the opening minutes yet? I, I,
0: I haven't. I haven't and I won't. Sounds
1: like you have. I
0: won't. <laughs> I haven't. I really haven't. <laughs> but he says it in this episode. He says it all over. By the end of it, he's like. I am the end. I know what my job is to do. Even He says, even people like yep. me, even I am the one that is going to be purged in this. He says, while they're taking out walkers near the end, just before Cole bites it, he says, I'm going to miss this. <laughs> he says, I'm going to miss killing these things because he knows. He's like, you know, my number's up. I know who I am. My mother told me. And this is like just yet another thing that I'm, it's, like borderline spooky beta shit. borderline because he's so smart he's so smart and yet so childlike and it's again circumstances that enable him to be this the smartest person in the room like it's so fucking fucked up it's so fucked up i don't know sorry <laughs> I, i'm gonna stop now i yeah. thought he was an egotist i thought he was gonna be He was. oh i want people to praise me i'm gonna be the one like no it was never about that yeah
1: i, I mean until Not he's really. until he started talking about like his end and like and and he even says like right at the end you know i'm the end so i can't be the beginning that's you you're the beginning
0: you said something to the effect of every time alicia says something he, it almost turns yeah. him out right here's the thing he wants alicia to be exactly who she is he says, and you questioning mm-hmm. me, and oh, it's so refreshing, not like Riley, fucking disappointment. <laughs> Something I said to my reaction video was like, he doesn't want Riley. Riley doesn't think for himself. Riley lives for, hi- Riley lives Riley's for Teddy. Riley's a man. Riley, all he does is drink the... Riley's what? a man.
1: <laughs> not a woman he's Excuse a man not me? a woman
0: you miss sandra oh that that's also true yes and okay that's you know what you bring up a good point i was i was gonna joke around saying you miss no what, no yeah, what are you are you a man no. hater i'm just I think no you're right though. for a woman you're right.
1: he's looking for a woman
0: to be the mother to be gaia more than anything mm-hmm. else right and maybe there's a little bit of that like you know, sexual d- even though Freud, by the way, has been debunked, but Freud talks about like the you know wanting to you know be, be with somebody that's like your mother, you know th- that, that sort the, of thing. Um,
1: the Oedipus complex.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Every bit of who you are, oh, it's because your mother did this or, <laughs> it's not just wanting to be with somebody like your mother. It's your relationship with your mother. Oh, it's because your mother did this and that. Anyway, I, I think it's more than just that though. Teddy, from the very beginning, every time Alicia did her herself, got in his face, said, I don't think you want to know the answer. He's like, but he's like, no, 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 you're not, you don't even, he, a couple times in this episode, he goes like, you don't even know what I'm setting out to do. You don't know what I'm trying to do. That's exactly the answer I wanted. I wanted you to keep fighting me. I need you to keep fighting me. That's why you're like my mother. My mother knew she may have had some compassion for me, but she knew right from wrong. And I think knowing, getting to know Madison through, if this is going to sound, ancillary, but getting to know Madison through her daughter made it that much seal the deal of that much more seeing how, oh, your mother saved Cole and all his people. And yet, she, yet the moment things started to go south, you know, they turned bad. Well, they should kill him. <laughs> <laughs> know like how, you know it. what we
1: do to, that, how to fix that, Alicia? We get rid of them. <laughs>
0: We, we get rid of him.
1: <laughs> I, want, I wanted to hate Teddy so much, but this episode just kind of made me love Teddy more. He's just so funny. He's so funny. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> and it's it's not as though he's so comical about yeah. it in the process. but uh, But it's so, I mean, if you're not in the moment and you're not Alicia, like, of course you can appreciate it. All he's trying to do is push Alicia's Mm -hmm. buttons. He almost wants her, like, he wants her to fail. He wants her to fail, almost. Because, kill him, just kill him. but he doesn't want her to kill him. He wants her to do exactly the opposite of what he's saying. This whole, this whole show, he's, he's saying exactly what he wants her to do. Yeah, do the opposite. That's what I want you to do. I want you to do the exact opposite of what I'm telling you to do. I want you to not believe me. I want you to not think that every person is not worth saving. I want you to think, even to the point where like he says, up to the line where he says fine where she says finally okay you don't have to kill everybody but sometimes with some people they're just a little too far gone maybe that guy and that's where he got him
1: he that's where he got on his face when she says that too
0: like he's just trying to stifle it just a little bit, just enough to keep us guessing, mm-hmm. right? Because all the way until the end, when he finally says, "Yeah, well, I don't want you. I, I, don't. I don't want you to do exactly what what I want you to do. I want you to do what you you're supposed. You're the beginning. Yeah, of course. She was always going to be the hero. And that's what I wanted to talk about next. So if you want to talk about parallels. You're talking about John Dory, both senior and junior. This guy is telling her, you're going to be the hero. You're the hero of the story. Oh, I'm not going to do what you will, what you want me to do. You're doing it already by saying you're not going to do what <laughs> you want me to do. I'm obviously the bad guy. I know I'm the bad guy. You, have no, you literally have no choice. Unless you do something so catastrophically evil, and killing me is not going to do it. Unless you press the nuke yourself, I will not believe you. You are the hero of the story this makes me a little worried because sometimes you and me both sometimes have this have this feeling or inclination at the very least sometimes when somebody says you are something you want to prove them wrong just on the face of him being such Depends an asshole I am. that you want to prove <laughs> him wrong yeah it, of, of course it's the inclination to do the exact opposite fuck you i'm not exactly who you mm-hmm. think i am even though you're probably <laughs> right
1: you don't you don't know me
0: <laughs> but you that <laughs> But that, right, but that bit, that that sometimes it's strong, sometimes it's weak. Sometimes you know the situation enough to be like, "Fuck you," but you're right. But fuck you. Or sometimes, and this happens, you will go out of your way to punch that person in the face or whatever it's going to be. Like, show them that they're wrong, even though they're they're right anyway. But you'll still just fight tooth and nail, double down, just to say you're wrong because I hate you. And I'm worried about that, Alicia, because we've seen that, Alicia, in some tiny iterations. In some, like, I'ma murder you, Mel. I'ma finish you, Walker Ennis. And I'm going to get you, Naomi Laura June. No matter what, even if you weren't responsible. For the stadium going down, you were there. You were with, like, you were with them. That's all I can think about. You were just with them. You, you smelled like them. You're dead. You're dead to me until what happened. Until Morgan got in the way. I did not stop your brother. I'm certainly going to stop you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Parallels and it hit me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> but here's the thing: I went back to start to starting to think. What happened to the first mother? What happened there? His
1: actual mother?
0: Well, oh, no, no, no. The 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 first Alicia. Oh. You know, the, the one that they picked up from mm-hmm. the, from the... So I was just trying to think of like, what, what happened there? Did he, did, did she disappoint him? Did she die of old age? What, what, what ended up happening? Maybe they found her in the end. I don't think, they must not have. Maybe she changed her name and moved away. I don't know.
1: I'm guessing he killed her and put her in there. That's why he knew where she was. I assumed he put her there. <laughs> Maybe he's like, hide here. I'll be right back. And then he gets arrested and goes away. For, so she <laughs> and she <laughs> just, never came back. And she just died in the tomb.
0: Teddy talks about his mother, how his mother said, discovers the journals, says he's crazy, going to take you to protective services, right? You're disturbed. And he Mm -hmm. kills her, right? Alicia's about to do the same thing. She's like, uh, Cola's not the only one that I'm, uh, (laughs) that deserves to die right now, now that I've, I know your plans. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, had Dakota not stepped in, what would have happened? One could say, okay, Alicia would have killed Teddy. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. But it's very possible that Teddy would have done, again, patterns. Teddy would have done the same thing he did to his mother. Teddy would have killed Alicia. It's like, "Uh-oh, you're you're against me now after I've just let you in. You're the you're the beginning." He would have the pattern would have repeated. Probably maybe with the same uh, the first Alicia, maybe with his mother again. The patterns repeat had Dakota not stepped in at that moment to stop Alicia. Again, she broke the pattern that might have repeated a third time. Mother, replacement mother. Alicia, Alicia. had
1: the gun on Teddy when Dakota cocked the That's right. The the shotgun on her so how was Teddy going to kill Alicia in that position? How's Teddy going to kill Alicia when she's got a gun pointed at him?
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I don't he know can, how he gets out of half, half the things he he's been able to do He barely kill in this a episode. walker.
1: Barely. Like,
0: <laughs> he's like, hmm, this is fun. <laughs> it's not, th- not to say that he can't, like, no, I don't disagree with you, right? I don't disagree with you. I just think, I think he would have found a way to get Alicia if he wanted to for real. He just doesn't seem prone to stopping. Riley would have gotten her with yeah. all those people mm-hmm. around her anyway. So had Dakota not stepped in and broke the pattern, just like Alicia does in the beginning of this episode. Like, Alicia, this is so clever. But it's the smallest, dumbest thing, <laughs> even though I made fun of it. Like, you stopped eating your beans. <laughs> and then I go but like that was what he was looking for he was like stop doing what we tell you stop doing what we tell you and then the music will, and then the the thing will stop looping do one thing differently that's and that's how he was able to come in and say this is why i chose you that was his first sign it's like okay she's not willing to play along everybody else seems to like the beans they keep eating the beans Uh, they're a follower they're a riley okay fine cool anyway but going back to that moment Going on history, and this episode gave us so much about patterns repeating. Oh, you're just like mother, you find me disturbed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Only this time he wants her to be disturbed, but at the same time, he also doesn't want her him to be dead by her and run away he wants to keep her in a holding cell trapped there until this thing is done so that she can just be who she's supposed to be like be yeah. herself and save all these people and be the mother that the world needs after he such doesn't a thing. want
1: people like him to be part of the new world it sounds like he actually wants the new world to be a good and better place he wants it filled with people like alicia with hope we've seen the the ender army but there are just the ender community too like the kitchen people like people who just live there in my honest opinion first of all they might not have any idea what teddy's up to they might not, they might not have any clue he's planning on killing everyone topside he might just have them all convinced that it's gonna happen not that he's gonna make it happen but that it'll happen Sure, and he yeah. says they work they just they work just on the dark yeah all. yeah but but <laughs> yeah, more exactly. to that they might not they might not know what he's planning
0: well what did we say before information exactly. control all they right? know
1: is this person has provided them a place to live safely just do you know work hard make food it, contribute and you have a safe place to live
0: what you're referring to is i think it's like two times that dakota asks him do they know because she kind of asks him in this episode i think it was do they know what you're trying mm-hmm. to do i think if i'm not mistaken right am. Um... It feels like she says it a couple times. I don't know if it's in this episode, yeah. obviously, but she does definitely say it yes. in the next episode. And he's kind of evasive. Oh, they know they're living in a... Oh, she does say it in this episode. She says, oh, they know they're living in a nice place, a better place than mm-hmm. they were before. Something to that yeah, effect.
1: Yeah, right before they walk into the hotel.
0: And then she goes a little harder in the paint. No, 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 you don't understand. Do they know what you're gonna right. end up doing? And he says something vague like, they just know that uh, good things are coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But which also goes to this childlike approach to the world, because one of the things that you said that I want to latch onto was he does want to affect change. He wants to be the change he wants to see in the in the world. Even if that means part of doing that is to commit malice.
1: Doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Mm. Oh,
0: that gross, that gross reflection mm. of John Dory, oh, both Both doors. John Dory. And this is going to be the clincher, I think, for Dakota in trying to understand herself. If we're in fact, think- either way, one way or the other. It's this is like the Camus question right this is the denial the is it the nihilists dilemma you've read uh albert Camus, right the the stranger the idea is once you know who you are you embrace it because you only have one life to live even if it means you're the villain you're mm-hmm. the villain if it means you're the, you're the you're the you're the antagonist you're the antagonist you lean in now, if you're the good guy just be real and be the good guy and do what you're supposed to do you only get one life and after that it's over so this is dakota's dilemma this is the dakota's dilemma part two it is in trying to get to know Teddy, she is trying to see a reflection of herself in him because what you see in Teddy is the same philosophy that it doesn't really matter. I'm trying to affect change in the world, and if it means I need to be this in order to affect that change, just like Dakota, if I need to be this person to get the thing that I want, then I'm going to be this person come hell or high water because that's all that matters. All that ma- this is psychopath. It- and it, it suddenly fucking occurred to me that like, in a sense, De- Dakota does this weird thing where on the one hand, she'll say, I really need to make up for this. The people at the dam are suffering. They think they know what's going on, but they don't. Things are worse with them than 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 you know. She does express this genuine sense of they're walking around thinking that they have all the information, but we're here right now and they don't. And it's so much worse than, than they even know. And they're also walking around pretending like everything's going to be okay. Like hopeful, optimistic, we'll, we'll rise above this. But I'm sitting here looking at them, and I know just from my time at Lawton, that's not how this works. I know what it's like to make everybody else feel like they know which way is up when really i know which right isn't that the irony is that like even if these people are great and they're not the people at Lawton, but it's still bad when you try to pretend everybody tries to pretend like they know which way is up and they really don't and she's concerned she's seeing that she's expressing that to alicia this is what gives me i'm like i'm i have chills right now because i hate this feeling this complicated fucking feeling. It's annoying.
1: Dakota doesn't get to me that much. Everything she says goes in one ear and out the other. I don't believe a word she says. I don't think she's genuine. I think it's all to her own benefit.
0: Listen, I don't blame you for doing what I do. I don't blame you at all. I am frustrated. My blood pressure is up. I have goosebumps. My nipples are hard. What is going on? I'm like, I don't know if I'm lactating or... Pa- or or passing gas. I don't know what's going on. Ugh. What end is talking right now? <laughs> anyway, so what I'm trying to say is, let's go to the next part where I say, look, after seeing this clear concern, I get it. I know I've been here before, Dakota's saying basically Alicia, to like her going, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about what you're
1: saying, Dakota. <laughs> like yeah. Just like
0: Teddy, right? Talk about reflections. And yet she's so ready to kind of give him a bit of a chance until she figures, figures out what he's trying to do. But on the other hand, she does this thing. And she does this throughout the episode a couple times here and there she goes but yeah just like you're just like me you know who needs to die you know what it takes to get that thing you know what it means when somebody just has to go and the sad part is it's fucking infuriating right you do the, but then on the other hand once that feeling is over and you've watched the episode like two or three more times because it doesn't hit you immediately you're kind of like how do you know her how do you know Alicia and that other Alicia that we is probably still there. Because you do see a glimmer of her in this episode when it comes to Cole. She goes and she doesn't want the difference is that Alicia does not want to be that person. She does not want to be that person for many reasons. And yet she's made to be that person, that person that has to make that choice to kill someone.
1: It was her or him. If she didn't kill Cole, Cole was going to kill her. Honestly, at that point, it wouldn't even matter who's on the other end of my gun. If it was my life or theirs.
0: One hundred percent.
1: Cole put her in that position, really.
0: I'm wondering now, because of what Dakota says, even when you have to kill someone, it takes a Mm -hmm. toll on you. And actually, what's funny about that is that I think Ian and Andrew make mention of this. It does take a toll on her. It does affect her when she has to pull the trigger on Cole. Someone you know so much. Which is why it's so crazy that both Dakota and Teddy are working against her. They're like pushing her buttons. Dakota in like, yeah, you're just like me, right? You know how, why you need to kill in that moment. You know, like, you know why you're doing this. Like, in, obviously for Alicia, it's like, okay, this is the last resort self-defense. If he's going to kill me or anybody around me, I have to kill him. I have to kill him if he tries to kill Teddy or I have to do my best not to kill him, but make sure, damn sure he doesn't kill somebody else. I mean, this is... Both Madison and Morgan, too. This is Morgan. This is a lot of Morgan, too. As frustrated as you are with Morgan, we want our baby Alicia to not kill because we know what happens when she goes down that path. Well, I don't know if you care about that. (laughs) But, But you and me, Rach, right? It's like... We don't want her to suffer. We want her to maintain that sense of a line between what's, I guess, right and wrong, let's just say. We like it when sometimes our, the people we love adhere to some sort of right so that we can be right because well, we associate that's the ourselves difference with between them. That, we exactly, like our heroes. That's the
1: difference between our good guys and our bad guys. We trust that our good guys are going to make the right decision, even if it means killing someone you used to know.
0: I was so excited to <laughs> I, see him I again. loved
1: watching that episode with you because when you saw Cole, I think one of the, one of the first things you said were was something about him and strand like seeing each other getting better some something about him and yeah or oh, like near something the about him end, and, strand. Yeah. and i'm like and i'm going oh and i'm going is it oh, over
0: shit oh, it's so shit. late
1: oh shit
0: well that's why i said it. i was like so it's not too late so you're saying <laughs> yeah. there's a chance yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like do you know like yeah. dumb and dumber yeah.
1: but I, on the inside i'm like oh god oh he has no idea oh what, i'm, no d- idea I'm what's dead, dead coming. i'm dead <laughs>
0: I'm. I'm literally saying I'm dead inside. It's not happening. The decision was so smart to bring him back for me because I was invested in Cole and Strain yeah. at the time and like blah blah. So when they brought when they brought him back, I was just like, yeah, oh, like, I care. I know
1: who Cole is.
0: See, this is the thing. I'm in my own bubble, and I haven't really gotten many reactions to this. To know if everybody else felt the way I did, I'm like, holy shit, it's Cole. Do people remember Cole? Half the people <laughs> that were commenting on Twitter were like, "Oh, yeah, I, I guess Jude is a lot like Carol, right?" That do you know what I mean? Like, did you watch season four? <laughs> even like, we said that when we first saw her. Like, yeah. And then you know, she's her own person. Yeah, Sharon
1: and I watched the trailer. Cole was in the in the trailer for the next episode, and I'm like, really yeah
0: what oh yeah. they did it again like, really are you yeah. fucking see i was you saw me i was completely yep. surprised yep. isn't that what you want amc yes. amc isn't that what you want people to have say yes. it louder fans say i want to be surprised surprise that's us. right
1: we love the surprise surprise
0: us. us for goodness sake people and you know what else they did and i noticed this on like fifth watch <laughs> They put Sebastian Sozi in the opening credits. Oh! Mistake. I missed it. I missed it the first four times, but they would have guessed. Cole? Yeah. Cole's back? Like, yeah, of oh course they would have guessed.
1: I did not notice. Sharon, he said she, not- Sharon, he I'm said so she noticed. I'm so glad I missed it. it.
0: Yeah, and you're yes. right, Sharon. He did look. Again, I think that was makeup because I did see some of the scenes from season four. I kind of went back and I looked. I think that's makeup, and I think that's intentional. Mm -hmm. And I think another point I wanted to make, that Cole was a reflection for Alicia as well. Cole is acting a lot like Alicia, trying to go after Naima Lord June. Just determined, like, we gotta get what's ours. We want all of it. I gotta kill all of them. This is like Alicia without the Madison influence, Alicia without the Morgan influence too. But yeah, going down the same road, being the same person, yet diverging (laughs) in a wood. I love playing with that. And then having the, the this mother-father figure of like Doug and Viv, and you saw them, you're like looking at them, they're like, they even se- spoke up at one point. Finally, they said, Cole, we, we got what we need. We can just go, man. They're begging to be like they were at the diamond. Once they see Alicia's face again, they know that it's possible, that the impossible is possible. And yet Cole is like, this is why we're still standing. And had Morgan not stopped Alicia, she would have been like Cole no doubt no hesitation killing mel like no doubt in my mind
1: even though it got spoiled in the trailer it was cool to see cole back i'm gonna be totally honest i didn't remember doug and viv still don't
0: viv did pull a gun on madison
1: oh no oh okay. on naomi like i'm surprised i don't remember someone I remember- pulling a gun on madison that that would make an impression yeah, on me but see- no not on naomi
0: Sharon, just like me, remembers that as Naomi was going to, I think it was the FEMA center, I think she's like, no, 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 you can't,
1: what are you doing? Oh, You're supposed to be safe in truck. here.
0: And I think Madison says, yeah. no, I'll, I'll go with her. And then Vic's like, yeah, I'll go <laughs> with it too. <laughs> okay, Make sure she's not full of shit. Let's keep going though, because did you appreciate the fact that I said, oh yeah, they were staying at motel number four, the yep, other place I said the that same Derek- thing it was on I Dar- said the same Derek's thing mural. On my,
1: on my first watch yeah Boom. High five. High five. <laughs> clues right. clues and maps he said clues motel and maps. I went,
0: <gasps> number four <laughs> it's all coming together now <laughs> wow. I think they just assumed that the, everybody else had died from the herd I, I just like the idea that they they went looking for them too we tried to look for survivors they didn't nobody was there again reflection of these two people being basically the same. Alicia and uh, mm-hmm. Cole, which I can appreciate sure. too. When uh, Cole tells them to get on their knees, I noticed one small thing. And this is the stupidest, tiny, again, I'm stupid. Before I say anything, I'm stupid, but maybe I'm not stupid, but I'm stupid. But <laughs> well, the first thing you see is crisscross applesauce, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Teddy, right? Okay. Get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. That was funny as fuck. Okay. With his yes. little socks and sandals. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but it was so distracting. I didn't notice how the others were sitting. So Alicia, both Alicia and Dakota are on their knees. And Dakota has this really odd pose. In contrast to Alicia's pose, Alicia, representing her honesty, has her hands open in front of her as she's kneeling down, saying, this is what you get, (laughs) I'm Alicia, Dakota has her hands behind her, and I thought that was poignant from a narrative perspective, and of course crisscross applesauce, just, you know, I'm a child walking through this universe, nothing can touch me, I'm excited to die, you know that, please shoot me, Riley will take care of business, Alicia will follow in suit and save everybody in the process. Dakota putting her hands behind her back. Again, you could take leaps with this evidence or you can say you're stupid, and you're reaching but i thought it was kind of like okay with dakota and alicia both kind of on their knees and dakota behind with her hands behind her back it shows that dakota's not showing all her cards dakota's not done being deceptive her hands aren't in front of her now why wouldn't you show the person that's just about to kill you your hands i'm not ready to show you who i really am dakota narratively speaking is not ready to, to to show her her deception for what it is She's Dakota's on our side. I sound, I know what I sound like. I sound like Brian Castrio talking and that's why <laughs> Madison's coming back. I know. I know that's how I sound. I know that you're not going to do that work. <laughs> so I have to just do I have to see everything because I know there's a blind spot when it comes I I'm where you are, but I have to be everywhere now because I have to be all these other people looking at this show being like well maybe she's th- maybe this maybe that i don't know i mean you've come out with some really good insights this episode already but sometimes i have to just you know when it comes to dakota are we all ready to say all the theories
1: sharon <laughs> saying if they don't play yellow summary next episode i will be very disappointed i agree i could change the lyrics in the yeah. background music but they, right like, change it to like a minor key so it's like creepy Yeah.
0: Oh, has somebody done it? The Gregory Brothers did this thing for a while called um, major to minor or minor to major. So where they take a major song, turn it to minor or minor to major. They're very clever. Oh, very cool. And now I'm going to have to link to that in the blog, obviously. (laughs) Moving on to Sharon D's other comments. So she says, if if you watch when Alicia is talking to Teddy after he tells her about the sub, you can see Dakota behind her picking up the gun and she holds it behind her back until she pulls Mm -hmm. it on Alicia. This is why I feel like I may be reaching here, but we have to put it out there because with these shows, specifically TWD universe, they're designed to keep you on your toes, to keep you surprised. They're going to lead you down hardcore down this one path. And all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, no, no, you weren't looking at all the signs because of course you're not. We didn't show them to you that's why
1: I'm not sold on the long con from Dakota, because that is what people would expect. She's talking about redemption. So she's going to join Teddy and what? Yeah. I just, I feel like it's too obvious. Eugene, Daniel Strand, even Laura Naomi to a certain extent.
0: It's something that I did say in the in the reaction video. I was like, "Oh, that sounds very familiar. I need to, I need to make up for it." She literally said what two other people in Althea's video said in the middle of season or the second half of season five. It's like, I I I want to make up for it. Mm-hmm. I need to make up for it. <laughs> it's two different people. And it's purposeful, right? It's supposed to make you think of season five. Oh, wait, that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, she's saying exactly what they were saying. So what makes her, of course, <laughs> fuck Dakota. But what make? no, but that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, fuck Dakota. But wait, these guys feel like they have to make up for shit too. So in some senses, are, is she different yes, from, she from these guys? Yes, she because she kills John. <laughs> it's supposed to confuse you. It's supposed to obfuscate exactly how you're supposed to feel. Look, it's working on me. It's not working on you. That's fine. No,
1: I'm I'm pretty pretty <laughs> firm on my Dakota opinions.
0: But that's 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 a problem, though. What's that? Don't you think there's people like me that try to see through the or try to find out where the narrative is going, and try to appreciate what they do or trying to appreciate what they're trying to accomplish by doing it this way. But then there's people like you who I trust more. By the way, I trust a person that trusts their feelings. Right. You go into it, you feel how you're going to feel, and that's the right thing. That's no matter what anybody says, that's right. Because sometimes I walk into it like being technical. Oh, I like the way they did this shot, like especially oh, in the prison cell. So cool. Oh, my God. The angles in the prison cell are so good. The color the choice of color right sharon he actually put some of the cinematography mm, shots so cool. on there look teddy looking down the corridor you know face with the diminishing perspective and the in the red in the background and the white in the foreground and the it's just playing with the color in the mm-hmm. way they did they, they did anyways but going back to see but this is the problem though is the the disconnect between somebody like me and somebody like you like if i'm seeing something and i'm seeing something that. I'm appreciating what they're trying to do with these characters make us crazy essentially. But you're seeing but but you're seeing it and you're like, "No, not crazy at all. This is a bitch. This is a bitch. She needs to die." But yeah. uh, but that's real. The question I guess I have to ask myself is, "Oh, is this all intentional? Is this supposed to grab certain people a certain way in order to to hijack their mind?" Which th- they do sometimes, right? They tell you, "Look, I may say that Dakota is going to be this sleeper person and then I could be totally wrong, but then you can totally be wrong too, mm-hmm. though." Yeah, right. And that's the beauty of being surprised, which is so great, is that you're leading two of these factions, these, these extremes in thought down a certain path only to be captured completely differently with a path you never saw before, because that's, that's how it was designed. I'm hoping that's the case, because I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping you're I'm so hoping you guys are wrong, because I think you want to be wrong in a way,
1: elaborate.
0: It's kind of like you said, I don't want this shit to be complicated i want this whole thing to have meant something i want all of this pain to have meant something so in that sense i want your feelings at some point to be disrupted not wrong but to, like disrupted and to be like oh 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 right that feeling of like that that come that come around where this is all coming well, to pay if we're talking off talking some about
1: point. dakota specifically i don't i I don't see that happening
0: no 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 I'm talking about all of it the whole season
1: sure I mean I like coming up with these theories and then you know maybe part of what I think is right but then they totally change the rest of it I, yeah, I love that I get bored when I can predict a show from beginning to end because they have this like template that they follow and it's like okay you watched two or three episodes and you're like okay now I know how these episodes go the TWD universe is not like that there's nothing to get used to. They just flip the script every time and you never know what's coming.
0: Especially when you introduce like other writers to kind of keep things fresh and to keep to put a little spin on the visuals and all that stuff. But I think that's what I'm trying to say is that like I can almost predict that you'll say Dakota in the next episode. I can almost predict sure, you'll yeah. say fuck Dakota next episode. But like saying it over and over again is kinda of like, we want to pay off for all the feelings that we're feeling. I'm worried that with the Dakota end of things, they're not going to do enough to satisfy or at least redirect you like Morgan would probably in real life, if Morgan was real, to into like channel that energy into something else or to try to put closure on those feelings and be like, okay, I don't have to think about her anymore, whether that means she's dead or not, whether that means she goes away or in some fashion or stays around and does something huge enough to make it to where you're you don't hate her um, per se, but you're, you're like right within the threshold of like, I don't like her still. I hate her maybe, but maybe not throw her off the show just yet. Like, you're like, because they do this. Like, you felt that way about Charlie for seasons. And then all of a sudden you're like,
1: well, it wasn't until maybe, okay, let's just for a second here. (laughs) The way I felt about Charlie is how I, pictured what dakota did once i saw what dakota did and and her actions afterwards and the way she's feeling all about it honestly that flipped charlie in my head so quick and i'm like that is not charlie at all like dakota is reacting to what she did so different than charlie
0: or her motivations to do so are are so strange and so like alien to, to us yeah yeah first of all wrong yeah. first of all wrong but like even if we're trying to put ourselves in her head, alien, I just don't understand it. There's a kernel where you understand the, the, the desire to be free from a corrupt,
1: Every awful feels that way.
0: society. Right? Okay, I, I get that. <laughs> Every I get teenager. That. Right. Yes. Universal. Yes. But then there's that, like, what was so bad? What was it? I mean, I, they've given us evidence about what was so bad. But then, oh, that's her mother. Oh, but then it's hard for us to put ourselves, and this is a huge mistake. It's hard for us to put ourselves in Dakota's shoes. Not all of us come from that kind of environment. Not all of us grew up that grew up that way. I'd say even a small percentage of people know exactly what Dakota's feeling. I would love to find somebody who feels that viscerally about Dakota the way she feels right now. So I, so I can be, so they can be the bridge for me to understand her. But for us to not understand see, her is a mistake, uh, or maybe a mistake. See, it could be intentional. I, That's what I'm. I'm I'm trying to figure out how much they're trying to gamble right now on us somehow understanding or not understanding.
1: I don't look at Dakota like a real person. Dakota is a character someone wrote her actions and and that's how I feel about what I'm seeing.
0: But that's a bad thing, isn't it though?
1: No. That's why we watch it. She is a villain. I'm not going to worry about her uh, her her childhood growing up because I didn't see it. If it was important, the showrunners would show it to me. It's not to me. It's not important because they didn't show us. So I'm not going to factor that into how I feel about her.
0: I'm just concerned only because in this universe this tw universe eve with negan even even with philip blake even with alpha into a certain extent like they all had kernels of things with which we can get their point of view remember we were talking about this at the beginning of the episode we got why he did what we what he did to spencer yeah it was still a bad thing but in so, in that sense where we could identify with it we're like <laughs> eh. but it was a terrible thing i'm watching i'm like holy
1: shit this is yeah. fucking
0: vile also cool
1: and i didn't really like Spencer if it was like Olivia yeah I would have a different reaction
0: and it was yeah sort of not right. as gross and I had but a much, it was
1: I had a bigger reaction to Olivia's death than I did Spencer's
0: you did yeah. this, you did this thing right with that your guess for yep. the audio listens I put my hands on my yes. mouth
1: for me when you're watching a show it's all about what you're doing and who you're doing it to
0: And Sharon D saying it full stop she killed John full stop
1: Negan killed Glenn that's all I need to know
0: and this is what's making me crazy is because usually there's a little bit of a lead-in to say Even if she does something so violent, so horrible, there's supposed to be that little part of you that's like, that understands why she did it. It's hard. It's too hard. There's too little information. Because we live in the struggle, all the villains on The Walking Dead universe, all of them to a specific degree, like whether it's just enough to, oh, I get it a lot. Like even the the vultures I got the most. I'm like, I get that. I totally got their shtick, 100%. If they were somebody in the universe, (laughs) I'd probably roll with them. Hipsters collecting shit, all the shit. Yeah. Like to an obsessive compulsive degree. Yeah, Yeah, that would be me in a nutshell.
1: We're not supposed to know too much about our villains because then they will be sympathetic and then they won't be villains anymore.
0: But then in The Walking Dead universe, that's how they work. Not Dakota. That's what's killing me right now. And the struggle that I'm having is, and we can end it there, is, is that intentional? Or is that, or are they making a mistake by not giving us enough? That's what I'm worried about. Because there has to be a little bit of a struggle in The Walking Dead universe with some of these characters.
1: If they want me to sympathize with her, they need to give me a reason to. Because right now, I don't.
0: No, not sympathize. Again, it's not even about sympathy. It's about identifying. We can't even identify with her struggle.
1: We don't know what her struggle was. Right. Which makes me think that there wasn't one. That's, that's my point. I think she's just a bratty little teenager who didn't get what she wanted.
0: Sharon, D says that Virginia was the multifaceted character. Yeah. And Dakota was sort of like the blank slate, which we got a little bit out of. And we can understand Dakota through Ginny a little bit, but not, yeah. not much, not by much. Again, I'm concerned because this is either a writing mistake or it's mm. completely intentional to blindside us later on about what she's going to do next. Maybe. I mean, I feel like I've said this about somebody else. Oh, like John. Oh my God, the irony. John is unlike anybody in The Walking Dead universe in that he just walked into it and didn't change. He just was Mm -hmm. the guy he was beforehand. Dakota is kind of the same way. She's unlike any villain on The Walking Dead universe where first of all, it's a kid. Yes, we had like Ron Anderson, but he was just kind of like a obstacle that happened to be lethal.
1: He was just a mini dick.
0: (laughs) mini porch dick right however dakota she's smart enough clever enough manipulative enough observant enough but again we don't know Mm -hmm. anything else about her trauma we don't we can't identify with her mindset so much to identify with it is to be either a complete sociopath or a genuinely clinically schizophrenic because i'm looping it finally back to what i was bringing up originally which was you see genuine concern in her face when it comes to the damn people not knowing which way is up and it concerning her. And then, a second later, she's like, yeah, but you get the killing thing, right? You, you and me, yeah, we kill, right? Yeah, we're buddies, right? Yeah. I can't understand it. It's schizophrenic.
1: Even with Ron, we understood a little bit why he was a dick. That's more than we got from Dakota.
0: There were so many more conversations between Carl, with which we can even sympathize with Ron. We were mm-hmm. like, he's just scared, right? And he's scared because he doesn't know what to do. And they killed my dad.
1: And you stole my girlfriend. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> we all get that. But but even if it's so stupid, mm-hmm. we all identify with that. We get it. Somebody stole our girlfriend or we saw somebody else get their girlfriend stolen. You know, it sucks and so we yep. instantly feel like what he's feeling right there. No. We don't have that with dakota we it's so alien to us and again just bringing it up because it's alien we need to acknowledge that it's alien and that is to either criticize the show
1: they know what they're doing i just don't see it yet
0: ultimately feelings aside observations aside i agree with you but sometimes when something makes us so <laughs> tense we have to talk about it because In the final analysis, when we find out, yeah, it was all worth something, you go back to that moment we are like, I can appreciate what we were doing right there. How crazy this was making us in this moment.
1: Yeah. I feel like a crazy person watching this show. I really do.
0: (laughs) And this is why I say this episode gave us, it it did give us a little bit more on Dakota, a little bit more. And it wasn't the kind of good kind too. And, but that's okay. Something is better than nothing. We see reflections of Dakota and Teddy, Teddy and Dakota, both children. (laughs) Like, Teddy's almost more laudable reasons, like you said, It's like, oh, he just wants to make the world a better place. Dakota, you're not really sure. Dakota is like more like individualism. It's all about liberty and individual. Like, look, if you want to take libertarianism to its bad degree, you're like, oh, you know, she's just a libertarian. She's like, she's like, get out of my way. I want my freedom. Well, Dakota. So here you go, sociopath.
1: That would be so awesome, Sharondi. I am also totally cool with an embalmed Dakota.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, oh, no, no, I, I, I don't least, like that.
1: Well, no, no, no. Just think about it from a viewer point of view first. Stop. Stop thinking she's a real person for just a second. Just how cool would it be to see Zoe Coletti in that kind of makeup, like all embalmed and like it would just be cool to see her like that.
0: You know, I want to latch on to that a little bit, OK, <laughs> because. It's different it's different when you don't know who it is, right? It's like it's like Teddy slash Cole. When you know somebody, it's hard. If it was somebody I hated so much with the disgust of a thousand sons, I'm sure it'd be kinda cool. Oh, rightful end to the thing. I again, I'm my feelings are so fucked up about Dakota that like but then what was it for like what do you know what i mean like i want to know the answer i want to know why i want to know why she is this way and then maybe I'll i will feel good i'll feel good about it
1: i don't know if we're gonna get those answers i had a lot of questions still about virginia that we're not gonna get oh man to. yeah
0: i feel like we answered them with our special aka episode 135 i don't need any more
1: well i mean I would i'm for kidding one would, i'd like to know who dakota's dad is
0: oh riley <laughs>
1: <laughs> right i want to know i want to really know Oh, my God. I have theories. Daddison. Hashtag Daddison. Daddison.
0: Well, why are you assuming it's a mother? Why are you assuming it's a father? It could be a mother. It could be Madison.
1: Oh, my God. Ginny and Madison. No, it really can't, though. Biology doesn't work that way, guys.
0: Then John Doe is more awful than we thought he was. (laughs) Gross. We don't want to think that about Father Dory.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, the, the original just, theory, right? Of, yeah, I still had a lot of questions about Virginia that I know we're never going to get answers to. So, I am preparing myself that Dakota is going to leave the show with just as many unanswered questions. Uh, isn't that like frustrating? Yes. Yeah, and yes,
0: it's and it's, it's not the good kind. It's not like the oh, this is what the show does. No, I'll no. get over it though. You're, yeah, <laughs> of course you will. You will, but you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to that's my problem. Mm. That's when I'll get mad and not at Dakota, I'll get mad at the show. It doesn't make sense. You did such a good job building this narrative.
1: I trust them to show us what matters. So if it's not there, it doesn't matter. Okay.
0: (laughs) I'll go with that.
1: We could talk about Dakota all night. Is there anything else in this episode we need to cover?
0: (laughs) Just like Dakota, Cole advocates to kill Teddy. like, They're heading up to Mabel's- To Alicia. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, to Alicia, right? When they're going up to Mabel's repair shop whatever it's called parts
1: place or whatever yeah
0: parts yeah which i love the sign it said uh mabel's parts we got everything but mabel did you read that (laughs) it's fucking funny oh
1: i didn't make out the last word that's funny i heard i read (laughs) we got everything but mabel something Mabel, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> Isn't
0: that crazy. That is such a tongue in cheek like oh, you know, it's Mabel's shop but you know, Mabel died a long time ago. <laughs> that's that's yeah. all. Yeah. Just like Dakota Cole in the beginning she says, "Let's kill Katie." Now, Dakota is obviously the person we're supposed to hate and Cole is the person obviously the person we're supposed to like trust. He was part of the diamond. We didn't know he was going to be duplicitous. I did in the beginning. He's like, "Dude, you're asking way too many questions and it makes freaking me out." <laughs> okay, so anyway, moving on. But I operate under the sincerity the show presents the character, right? Now, if we can't trust Cole, who was supposed to be trusted, does that mean we're supposed to just trust Dakota now? That's the thing. No. The, uh, we're presenting two people who ultimately say, kill Teddy, oh, he's old, well, we can take him. And then Cole's like saying, dude, come on, come with us. We'll keep you safe, fed. You know, we'll do this with that. I, I, you know me from the diamond, kill Teddy. They're both saying the same thing. You could see the differences in the way she reacts to this advice. Well, sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't trust you. Who? There's no we in this equation, blah, blah, blah. And then to Cole, she's like, we need to know what's going on (laughs) but still same question different way to answer obviously whatever we find out later on that cole is a dick bag (laughs) and yes we see dakota pull a shotgun on alicia but now i'm wondering again they both have shotguns for some reason for some reason they both have shotguns one looks like a toy the other one looks like serious business all i'm saying is it's worth noting writing it down and moving on Right? It's just like cause what was I saying in the beginning? Parallels. People doing the same things in different situations. Two people that we assume is one thing but is really another. The end is the beginning. The patterns repeat. <laughs> oh. Okay. No, no. Let's, I want to read. That's fucking funny. So yeah. Sharon D says Mabel is an acronym for mothers always bring extra love. Is that, she says, according to Matt about you, mothers always bring extra love. Also another thing about mothers. That's, that may be a tongue in cheek reference, but then she follows up by saying hashtag tot gun.
1: Tot guns. Because <laughs> Dakota's <laughs> be,
0: toy shotgun. <laughs> Man, it's. It's can't even describe how funny that is to me right now. (laughs) Oh, it's a tot gun. (laughs) Okay. I said here and you can disagree with me. I hope you do. (laughs) Dakota is a lot more like strand than we thought. She wants to win in saving Alicia, even if it means making her look worse. Strand struck John when he was about to do the wrong thing for the right reason, trying to save Janice. Dakota will not let Alicia sacrifice her life like Madison. She almost did in the holding. Dakota will break the loop in spite of Alicia. This is what I was saying at the end was, you know, when you get so mad and you want somebody to be wrong, even though they're right, like, yes, Alicia gonna be Alicia. She's gonna do heroic things, even though that's exactly what Teddy wants. But fuck Teddy. Maybe I'll destroy the fucking world and keep destroying people after you've destroyed the world. No, that's not how it's going to work. Dakota is going to take over. Dakota is going to do something that makes what Teddy wants out of Alicia impossible. And to that end, I actually saw somebody write, and I can't remember who this was. I might go back and do the research, but somebody said it might come to the point where they kill Alicia off the show. And that would make sense because that would ruin Teddy's plan. It makes me sad to think that. But then I think this was Dalton Ross, by the way, of
1: trying to. i'm trying hard not to get really pissed off right now
0: right uh, me too because i'm like oh after all of this really Really dalton ross uh from entertainment i think it is but he's like yeah if they had the balls to actually do that right now they'd be like okay I, i wouldn't like it but i get it i get why they would do that just to spite teddy
1: no i'm i'm not on board with sacrificing a character like alicia for this character i'm sorry i love john glover he's done amazing things as an actor but teddy we just met teddy no I don't, it's not, we're not, well, we not can't sacrifice, type,
0: but to make him wrong.
1: No, I'm saying like, as a show, like we're not, we can't sacrifice Alicia for this character. Like for, to, to move his story forward. No. Oh, uh-uh. I'm just, no, I'm. Just, no,
0: no, no, no. It's not to move his story forward, but to end his story is to kill Alicia is what he's saying.
1: Yeah. Not worth it. It's not worth losing. Oh, Alicia. no,
0: I agree with you. I'm just saying we. <laughs> this is what we have to do. We have to throw it all out there because there is a sort of interesting logic. If we're talking about patterns, not repeating, well, then how do we break Alicia out of this loop that Teddy has ingeniously put her in? I'm going to keep her in here until I do what needs to get done. I die. Somebody of my group will unlock the door and Alicia do what Alicia do, which is exactly what I want her to do. I want her to do good things. I want her to lead people into greatness. And there's a part of me that's like, fuck you dude. First of all, I'm going to try to stop your damn plan. I don't know how I'm going to do that from in the cell. I don't want to have to have this information and not be able to save people. And then at the end, do what you wanted me to do to begin with, you know? Like, even if that sort of thing happens and that's what I have to do anyway, there's a party that's like, and I was too weak or too slow to stop it. I had all the info and then he got me. It, it makes every good thing you try to do right afterwards, sour. Like, even though you're going to do it anyway, because that's what you're supposed to do. It sucks. You have to live with that for the rest of your life. And which is okay. What Sharondi says is that she becomes the villain, maybe as a result of this. I don't think so. I don't know.
1: I mean, that would be.
0: The way to prove that would Teddy be wrong. Opp-
1: yeah, that would be the opposite of what Teddy wants is for her to become a serial killer
0: (laughs) all right and that's what i basically said would be the response to fuck you teddy right like i'm not gonna do what you tell me and here's why (laughs) and bam 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 i'm gonna kill every and when first of all i'm gonna kill all your people because fuck them they followed you
1: teddy also might just be saying all of this to get under her skin too no matter what she does he's gonna be like oh yeah that's what i wanted Mm -hmm. yeah and then that's gonna piss her off Right? Wouldn't it piss you off? Whether he means it or not though. At the
0: bare minimum, he wants wants her to hate it. He wants her to hate him, period. Mm -hmm. He wants her to hate everything he stands for in order to be the hero. Mm-hmm. which is not what John Dory, I mean, which is not what Alicia wants. She doesn't need that. She just wants people to be safe and happy and have a place, have a ho- have hope for the future. Oh, wait, that's exactly what he wants? Oh, right. Sure. <laughs> she doesn't want to be the hero. She doesn't, she doesn't want to be called the hero, just like John. That's the whole point. And yeah. yet she might be, unless Dakota somehow <laughs> breaks this loop somehow. I'm not saying she will. I'm just saying I have a, I don't know. There's, there's a reason why I say this. There's a reason why I say this. I, I'm going to say this out loud and finally tie this all together. I had this crazy thought last night. Listen, we all have this, oh, Dakota's a psychopath in the back of our minds, right? Throughout the whole first half of the season. Just like we thought Morgan was a big badass, and now in the second half, he's kind of like, eh. But <laughs> <laughs> when we finally get <laughs> fi- to damage, on, well, he seems to be suffering a lot more in this half. We Ag- get it.
1: Agreed. Yes. Yeah
0: but you know, Morgan can't do wrong. Okay, now Morgan feels like everything he does is wrong and it sucks. When we get to damage on the inside, I feel like that's when things kind of take a turning point, right? And it was interesting that that, that was the mid-season finale for our times. Mm-hmm. In that, we get to Ed Gaines' place. We have a, an episode with Charlie and Dakota. Now, obviously they're not the same thing. They are both children who did shitty things but their motivations were different. Mm-hmm. But they're both in the same episode. Alicia's in the middle, Ed Gaines in the middle, representing all, like almost like the Madison of like, I tried to do this and I'm just trying to do it again. I, you know, I have to save my family again. But in, in you, you know, in you mm-hmm. I have to save my family. But just before that, Dakota's with Ed Gaines and they're talking about the Queen's Gambit. And I had this really crazy, crazy thought that John is the pawn, the white pawn that is sacrificed in the Queen's Gambit in order for that strategy to work. And that fucking blew my mind. And now I'm wondering, in light of that conversation, now it could be just a narrative thing that they dropped to give us like a breadcrumb into how the season is going to happen. Like, okay, we needed to sacrifice John in order to have this Queen's Gambit where things kind of work out all the way at the end. I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm just saying it makes that scene with Dakota and Ed Gain, uh at the chessboard talking about these moves and, and how she they would play chess and Queen's Gambit is my favorite move, Dakota says, I think it was. Then I wonder if she becomes either becomes that white pawn that does the sacrifice so that they can ultimately win the game. Now, the sacrifice is obviously called the Queen's Gambit because it's the pawn I think it's the D4 on the Queen's side of the board. So, I mean, it's either John or it's it's Dakota. And I think that's a hint of what's going to happen for the, again, I'm trying to pick up these breadcrumbs to, to narratively figure out what they're trying to do here. And if they somehow line it up just right, even if I don't know what's coming, which I hope I don't, <laughs> right? Like you said, we want to mm-hmm. be surprised. Yep. But when I go back and look at that Queen's gamut, I'm like, oh my God, they were trying to tell us the whole time, even though that we would never guess. Mm-hmm. But, but how everything kind of just ties into something else and it's so so great. It's so awesome. But I want you guys to keep that in the back of your mind. When has two episodes left, keep the Queen's Gamut in your mind. Keep John in your mind. Keep Dakota in your mind about that being her favorite move and all that stuff. I hope it means something. I hope this is a chess move. But it got me to thinking a little bit something else is that I feel like just like you said, I, f- I trust the writers at the end to give us the payoff. I feel like the writers sacrifice John as the pawn. This is why I said it, John mm-hmm. is probably most likely the pawn. Mm-hmm. Because they put you in a situation. You are you are black. You are the antagonist in this chess board of a game. They sacrifice John to say, fuck you. You either, because the Queen's Gambit, is, it, it puts the black opponent, right? Because that's the white opponent that that, that does it right because they have a second move it puts the opponent in either chasing down you know falling for the bait and then having to deal with those moves afterwards or to not fall for the bait and then also deal with those moves afterwards both are bad choices but here's the thing this is basically uh you and me right now rachel and david right now dave having these complicated feelings you having these very simple feelings (laughs) And it's playing out in real life they pulled the queen's gambit and we are both responses to this problem <laughs> uh-huh. do you understand what's happening here
1: yeah that's how crazy fucking geni- how yep. fucking genius is that i think oh we, no i think we always even charity saying hashtag
0: john is the pawn john
1: is the pawn
0: oh and she's saying brilliance see i wanted see i was hope this is what i was trying to say to you last i don't know if it was today or last it was, night when yeah I was today thinking. I was just, I was saying, I want to blow Sherindy's fucking mind. My mission is to blow fucking Sherindy's mind right now.
1: Actually, what he said was, my mission is to impress Sherindy. It's true. I still want to blow your fucking brain. That's what he said.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But I still like what she said before that feel the the hate flow through you, Jedi. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Anyways.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. She said brilliance. (laughs) We didn't say that out loud.
1: Brilliance.
0: Mission accomplished. Thank you.
1: Definitely one of those things that you go back and you catch. Like I was saying, when we when we when we go back and we binge this season, The Queen's Gambit is going to be one of those things that sticks out the second time we watch it through.
0: And how it was not a throwaway.
1: Nothing is on this show. Like we've come to real, like There are no accidents. Everything happens for a reason.
0: The farm in Temple, Texas? Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. I want to extend an apology, but a bear with me (laughs) kind of thing to all of you who had to sit through all of this because all of this Dakota talk was leading to this, piece of information i had to kind of build it out draw it out so that I could finally plop this one bit at the end to tie it all together because it there is a symbolism in the queen's gambit in that it's either john or it's dakota or it's both they were both caught in this pattern and one of them broke it out and john wasn't going to be the one to do it i mean as a result of him dying we discovered a lot of truths that we didn't want to see could we you we and that's jenny
1: into that mix too i mean she died shortly after maybe oh
0: she... by the way that's not to say and i just want to address what sharon's comment i still hate her sorry no No, that you're supposed to. That's the whole point. You're supposed to hate her. You're supposed to and you're probably supposed to fall for the Queen's Gambit. That's the thing of the Queen's Gambit. Is that most people, when they didn't see it at first (laughs) or don't know of it, they just fell for it. Like, oh, oh the Queen oh, the pawn opened the door to the Queen. I gotta go after it. No, no, no. There's a set of moves that are supposed to. So you're falling- This is what I'm afraid of. That's why I'm still in this complicated corner. But they're gonna get me too. I know it. (laughs) So just the Queen's Gambit works either way. I'm not that smart people and I'm not supposed to be that smart. They have all the cards. They know the answers. They know how this is going to end up again. I wanted to say, I'm sorry for leading you down this garden path. I'm sorry to be very, very technical and tell you why these breadcrumbs matter. But it was just to lead to this point. We can move on now and hopefully there's enough to talk about afterwards. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> why is she still here? Give me a point to this character because I don't see her point. I Even don't know. Even if it means going full here.
0: camus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go go f- full camus. Go full evil. Do right.
1: it. Do it. But do something. She's has had no point at all since she killed John.
0: That is the only thing I can identify with though. Being adrift, not knowing which parent to emulate. Yeah. I get that. Even if you're like Alicia, I don't care if you're sincere.
1: Yeah. I don't no. care.
0: There is no I in we. There's no <laughs> nope. I'm not in your we. That's what whatever you want to do, you do, boo-boo. I, yep. I'm not involved. I'm not gonna kill you. It. It's obvious she's not gonna kill her. Right. It's obvious. Like, not like Teddy, which is funny because she they're acting a lot alike, but she's a kid. But there's supposed to be a point in that, right? Like, there's supposed to be a point in that she is just a kid. Maybe she can change. This is, I'm not me. I'm, it's not me. It's Alicia. It's not Cole me. Cole cannot change. Cole cannot change. He's gone too far. I've given him so many chances. Well, you made my choice easy, she says to him before. <laughs> before, Bam, bam. Like, and again, she waits till he raises the rifle. Yay, hi. Mm-hmm to the almost the point of no return and then she ends him
1: she waits to make sure it really is coming down to her life or his like she didn't just kill because oh she thought he might no like you said she waited until he started to raise the barrel of the gun then she shot like right dude if you would have just kept your gun down you'd still be alive she yeah, wouldn't have it's killed not enough you. to say wait <laughs> yeah
0: and that that's the ugly thing about what he does is that he assumes that he's just like that she is just like her mother that that's the, how she's been living this whole time mm. he don't know shit Mm-mm. about what she's done Mm-mm. that's it and that's his mistake that's fucking ballsy because he thinks oh she's not like every other person i've encountered on the road he thinks oh she's he she's still privileged inside that fucking diamond wherever she is now with luciana and whatever oh she <laughs> lost a brother oh who cares she's still that weak ass pussy shit that, <laughs> from the diamond that you know we got run over she didn't learn oh i'm gonna take her out and i'm gonna find this fucking end is the beginning place yeah big mistake yeah you just you're marveling over me saying pussy ass shit and getting away with it <laughs> that's right you can't cancel <sighs> me i own this shit
1: <laughs> no i was, was kind of laughing me? to myself about cole and like tell me where this place is like what when has that ever worked ever (laughs) that's never worked for anybody like tell me where it is then he's like i'll split your head open for the information like dude that's not how brains work (laughs) (laughs) it's not a filing cabinet
0: You know, it's kind of, you know what, let's, but let's talk about his last, like that I can get. You're so mad. You, you say stupid things, sure, right? Sure, sure. But like, even when you get to the end, <laughs> everybody around him is dead and he's playing this one gamble that she is so in her mother's asshole that she's not going to do <laughs> the thing that's required. There's a little bit of a Morgan reflection in that. Like, you know, are you strong enough to kill somebody that you know?
1: Madison has no problem killing people but, she knows. Oh, I said
0: Morgan. Yeah, right. I said Morgan, you know, like the philosophy of not killing.
1: Right. But like, oh yeah. But, but like alicia being like madison like madison can kill people she knows we've seen her do it
0: but cole doesn't know that cole just knows peaceful madison all that's all he knows right this is his mistake he's making such a gamble on the fact that yeah oh she's just like her daughter like all his friends are dead you think you're gonna go get away from this moment first of all you kill if you kill alicia you've got two other people you have to kill too you better be quick Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking to myself, okay, stop harping on this shit, Dave. Okay, he's going to take whatever chance he's got left at this point. Because that's where he is in life. Mm-hmm. He could have, like you said, he could have just put that shit down and they still would have given him a chance. And yet it makes Alicia that much more right. that he was too far gone because he still went after her. Mm-hmm. He still chose poorly. So yeah, I'm just looking for more reasons for her to be right about killing. Because I feel bad for Alicia that she had to do that. Yeah, I do. I do it's too. been a long time.
1: I feel bad she had to do it <laughs> (laughs) But Cole, I mean, Cole really gave her no choice. If she didn't kill him, she would be dead. So she absolutely did the right thing. But you see immediately how that is sitting with her. It not well. And Dakota comes up. Oh, it's not as hard as you think, huh? Fuck you.
0: Oddly enough, out of all the other ones, even like, oh, I had to do it, like. Okay, I can understand that in a way, but this one—it's like you don't see that her hand was shaking when she was holding the gun against Cole, like right. feeling that. Because again, I feel for Cole too, mm-hmm. even though he turned out to be kind of a dick. But I get that dickness. I understand. <laughs> that's that's not weird. But I get that. You, you and me both get that. Yeah. Oh, we I seen. Yeah. We had the luxury of seeing I, mean, I don't know about luxury I don't know but of seeing Rick break bad. Mm-hmm. He and the group finding this rough spot just before Alexandria and then, then having to deal with having to do so many shitty things or hard things to make them rough people. So then when they finally go to Alexandria they're like <gasps>
1: <gasps> <laughs> literally <laughs> like, yeah you know
0: like cavemen like fucking cave, Rick caveman Rick yep. ungabunga like they had, they had to take care of his face. I'm just saying, like, we've seen what desperate people have to feel like they have to do mm-hmm. in order to in order to survive. Oh, oh, all the way to the point of like season eight with Rick in the bar saying a man's as good as his word and then killing fucking everyone lying about it. Oh. That's what I'm saying. I mean, for this is really for those people oh, yes. to see Cole be this way. You almost don't blame Cole for it. You don't blame Cole for it at all. Like, you know, this is something you've said to me. Some and this is exactly what I wanted to talk about next. You said this to me. This is the queen's gambit, because if we're to believe what you say sometimes about like, sometimes you just have to kill them until they're dead, (laughs) because that's how it works. Well, then Teddy's right. And then you need to be eliminated. We need to start over. Right. Or you take Alicia's path of like, no one's gone till they're gone. Yeah. And you like alicia right yeah <laughs> this is the hard part is that like you can recognize that you understand when somebody turns into a coal right but you like alicia and so you'll try this no one's gone till they're go you're like oh, okay alicia i'm on board you can be the hero so like, i don't want to be the hero but you are sorry <laughs> <laughs> like and you will swallow the no one's gone till they're gone thing because it suits Alicia like it helps Alicia I think cuz to go the other way would mean a very dark path would mean that she would have turned to Cole she said she, she she died so you could have a chance you were supposed to make it mean something and then Teddy says something so funny I just wanted to mention this on the side Alicia I I know you don't want to get rid of your mother but like in between that I know you don't want to get rid of your mother but meaning you got to kill this motherfucker this no one no one's gone till they're gone shit is Uh, it's pointless but he doesn't want her to listen to her he wants her to keep her mother he wants her to be the mother Mm -hmm. i just like that like he's just trying to get her to do exactly because he knows she loathes him i love it he's
1: had a lot of years to practice his charisma he knows how to read people too he can say just the right thing you know and in alicia's case it's not telling her what she wants to hear that's not going to work with a person like alicia works for someone like dakota not a person like alicia well maybe
0: (laughs) You never know. I mean, I mean, if I was Dakota, look, if I was Dakota, I'd probably foot fall for a hook line and sinker. If I or... wasn't
1: Dakota, if I was just me, I'd probably fall for it. <laughs> Let's be honest. So Dakota, doubly
0: so. Right. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. A teenager who's trying to fit in. All of a sudden, this guy's giving her all this attention, saying, "Yeah, killing is right. A father's love. Some people, right. some people just gotta go. You did, you did the right thing. Don't be afraid to say the truth."
0: Point at least, Sharon D says, duh, Coda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm saying here, but I feel like I was trying to be very profound. Okay, some of the things we'll repeat, but we'll see. Okay, damage from the inside, colon. <laughs> I have to read everything literally. Queen's Gambit. John is the White pawn sacrifice the show is making in order to introduce a logical challenge to the audience. Mm. Do we have to kill them before they kill us? Over and over again. So this is what I was basically saying before. Or do we break the pattern and find another way? If the former, then you are shitting on John's grave. So so if you have to kill over and over again, John's proclamation about the ground being soaked with blood Mm -hmm. is falling on deaf ears.
1: No more killing.
0: But if the latter, you might find yourself dead, like John. Mm, True. Okay. This is the logical place that the show is putting you in like forcing you into a situation where you have no good choice and there's no good feelings and it's almost as if you're to blame for having them right Like, it's not our fault. We put you in the situation where you would feel have to confront these two feelings. These two specific feelings, TWD watchers will sometimes rattle off saying you got to toughen up, you pussy. And then like the other comment would be like, well, there has to be something for the future. Both of these things can be criticized, but both of these things can be right. Also, Dakota herself might be the white pawn breaking the loop, which is the second pawn. can't believe this. Okay, in all fairness, John said that before a little shit shot him. I think I was, I think I said that right, right? Oh, or a little brat Brad. shot him. Well, a little shit is more yeah. accurate.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: more accurate. <laughs> Sharon says, isn't that what I said about Game of Thrones, Rachel? You have to choose. <laughs> you have to choose. Yeah. But that's clever though. The fact that they're putting us in this corner, though, it's very fuck you. Like, <laughs> can you stop putting me in moral quandaries? Yeah. But I commend them for that, because it's kind of like this: if you've made it this far, after all the fucking shit you guys gave us for four and five, fuck you. I'm putting you in the. I'm putting you in timeout. <laughs> See how you like being criticized? Well, here are the choices, bitches. What do you choose? Oh, no, that's wrong. No, 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 that's wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> how genius is that? It's like, fuck the audience. It's literally fuck the audience. It's fuck the audience. Yep. And I, I'm here for it. It's like beer bottle balloon, right? Fuck the audience. You're gonna take it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Charity like how, as of season six, like how do you convince someone to watch the show? If no one has ever seen fear and you're like, oh, you got to watch this show. It's so great. But just you know but, hold on for season six <laughs> like don't give up on se- <laughs> like like you have to prepare people now for this
0: <laughs> yeah but you know i know hesitation though i don't hesitate whenever i recommend fear the walking dead on the whole i say look one through three is them finding out who they want to be because i think i genuinely think but don't I mean, get I'm attached to anyone <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, like, I'm reading up on Alicia Clark, on her as a person, and she wasn't even going be, gonna to be called Alicia Clark. Like, she was going to be called Alicia, no, uh, Ashley Bennett, which, by the way, really? sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way up until, right? And uh-huh.
1: why is that.
0: They changed a couple things later. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Were, okay. they, were
1: they all going to be Bennett's or just Alicia's character?
0: Just that part of the family. Even Madison wasn't even going to be going to be called Madison. My point is I don't think they even knew exactly the kind of show that they were going to be mm-hmm. until the first six episodes were done. And they were like, no, no, no. I think we know what we want to be. First of all, not at all like TWD at the time.
1: At the time.
0: We want them to find their own conclusion to the same conclusion that T- TWD does only So it's kind of like a figure eight, okay? Fear of the Walking Dead goes in one direction. The Walking Dead goes into another. They ultimately meet in season four when they're forced to confront certain truths. Scarcity, fuel is a commodity, food is uh, a source. People are dying, there's nobody out here. And then they kind of go, they cross and go in different directions. Fear goes into more of a narrative about hope. The impossible is possible, we decide how things are going to be it doesn't have to be all about killing we can stop at some point and redirect right four and five is like that at some point kind even of. though they have to face some really tough challenges like martha as shitty as a villain she, as she was i'll even admit it it was a tough challenge you're fa- you're facing off against somebody that will not stop her thing is if you are not strong enough you will die because i will make you dead so you go to twd and it's all about misery misery porn porn like torture porn torture porn torture porn, torture, porn. Ah, there has to be something after. Slice throat, put him in jail. <laughs> and then they're kind of coming back to the end of the figure eight. They're both coming to the same conclusions, but they're getting there in different ways. I think that's kind of cool.
1: So Ashley Bennett, you said was Alicia's character. Ashley Barrett is Colby Minifee's character on the boys. So oh, it's that's very close. So funny. Very close. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Oh, OK, that's why she said Colby's.
1: Yeah. Go character <laughs> um, she's
0: trying to correct the spelling for the last thing That's okay, kind gotcha. of funny
1: though so they've had the last name bennett in the in, in the, the pocket in the, yeah they've got that in their back pocket for a while
0: etymology of the name bennett the meaning is blessed. Cool. Oh, okay. I, I saw something stupid. They get to the Franklin Hotel. the ender's new gig. And first things first, the jumpsuits have always been this kind of blue color, right? And you see them in this episode, whatever. But they always had like brown on them. The weird moment that we had with the elevator, the guy in the elevator, the little the kid, mm-hmm. where he was also playing checkers in the next cut, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He was wearing a brown cap, a brown vest and and a bunch of brown attire underneath that blue jumpsuit, I think, or something like that. But either way, you saw it was browns, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Here, all of that is in blue. And then I look to the left. This other guy is all in blue. The blue cap, not a brown cap. Like everything is blue. What the fuck are they trying to tell us? All
1: the blue everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Yes,
0: I recommend Firefly, Sharon D. So she says brown coat, brown coats, Firefly. Yeah, <laughs> holla. <laughs> she also says mother knows best except for you know laurie madison june virginia and michonne maybe alpha
1: and probably carol basically uh, all mothers go (laughs) and put carol on that list too
0: (laughs) carol on that list sure carol (laughs) who else who else is a mother right jesse (laughs) (laughs) jesse anderson yeah sure
1: tess wait no tess tess is the one that does does know best tess is tess is the mother of the apocalypse
0: honestly there. that's who teddy should have
1: got is tess
0: She'll find a way to disappoint us. Don't worry. Not, <laughs> mothers can't win, according to Robert Kirkman,
1: basically.
0: <laughs> oh, Rachel, you're a mother. Okay. Oh,
1: well. Oh, Ra- case in well, point. Rachel. Case. Rachel, Rachel. Oh, Grace.
0: Grace. Oh, Grace. Oh, She's a mother. It's not her fault. Although it kind of is. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. It's not her fault. It's not her fault.
1: Well, it's only her fault because of where she worked. Not like she did anything yeah. intentional.
0: No, she had the sexy and yeah. then things started to go bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or actually, well... I think according to her, things started to go bad. They had the sexy because you know, fuck it, right?
1: Cause, yeah, because why not?
0: <laughs> no place like the present, right? I, I fucked up and didn't do shit all this time, and now you know, apocalypse is a perfect chance to be uh, the kind of person you want to be. Yep. so we got the clothing out of the way. That was stupid. Whatever. I, I wanted to mention it because it just was very distinct. If you watch the end of the end of the episodes, like well, they're all in blue, and he, the, the blue caps are a little excessive.
1: They were like in uni- in uniform. Yeah, it was definitely the a feeling of unison, a team. That's yep.
0: a really good way of putting it. Everybody. Com- everything's coming together. People are, are embracing their group identity. Yep. <laughs> They're ready for the end. I'm going to be Chris. You got a bone to pick?
1: I do. I can't say I've ever done this, so I don't know for sure, but I don't think a ballpoint pen would go through someone's skull.
0: It would probably break. Yeah,
1: yeah. Plastic's going to break against bone. So that first kill Teddy put down? Bullshit.
0: <laughs> oh, in the prison cell?
1: Yeah when he kills it was and when it he, was right in when the he top of the skull Haze, right it was like like i would have i would have bought it like in the ear maybe even like the temple. the temple even yeah what? but it was like here like straight through the thick part of the skull even if he had stabbed him in the eye i would have that would have worked up the nose in the ear there's so many holes in this general region <laughs> in the
0: face head <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it went right through the skull oh in God. this general vicinity and i'm like
0: Really, there's a crazy irony in that too, because the the first episode or not the first episode, I don't know if it was the first one, but I think it was might have been the second one. Madison took so long to kill the principal because he yeah. had just turned with a fire extinguisher mm-hmm. because you know you just die, you still have the same bone density you know? right
1: right he <laughs> hadn't rotted at all. This was a fresh turn.
0: He's not the only sinner. we just we refuse to bring up all the other times where we see that should happen with recently turned walkers, at
1: least. Recently turned, Uh, yes.
0: I'm not saying that I know off the bat who those are right now, and I don't have time for this shit. You wanna call us out? Watch all the other Squawking Dead episodes. Then thumbs up. Yeah. Remember to thumbs up. Okay. And then comment if you feel like you found it. And then and then come back to us and say, I did this, this and that. And I'm like, Good job. Yeah. Oh, did you find where I, I called out Grace Mukherjee in the in the last no, you you don't want the merch? No. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Should we do another merch challenge that nobody will do? <laughs> <laughs> bless, bless Cindy. J. I got to call her out now, but bless her heart. She really looked. Yeah. Cindy J. Uh, i, I I'll, I'll put her name in the blog, but like she really tried and she said it must, it must be in some sort of unedited episode or something like that because.
1: I don't think it happened.
0: <laughs> I feel, I know it did. I, I know it did. I don't I, think that.
1: I don't think that it happened. Are you saying
0: I'm a liar and I made people do something for no reason? I would never
1: be. call you a liar, but you may be misinformed.
0: You <laughs> you're you're being honest according to you, Dave. Yeah,
1: I think you really believe you said it. I just
0: I do believe I, just, I said it. I
1: really don't I, think you did.
0: I don't know if I want to back down on this one. <laughs>
1: I, I will uh, – you did – I'm sure you brought up the initials. I see something like I'm, that. I'm sure you brought up the yeah. initials because we did see MU on the on the, the dosimeter. dosimeter, right. Yeah, I'm I'm positive you brought that up, but to say the full name, I, I don't think you did.
0: <laughs> I feel like I blurted something out. I, I don't know if that was it, but it's, I don't know. Oh, okay. You'll appreciate this one. Cole says to Alicia, I thought you died in the fire, too. Mm-hmm. Meaning?
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Madison's dead. Madison's She's dead. dead.
1: She's so dead. Cole saw her She's burn up. Burn up to a crisp <laughs> Cole.
0: Cole saw it firsthand and said, oh, I'll find Alicia for her sake, because I know Madison's dead. Let's Alicia still might be alive yep. out there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Thank
1: you, Cole. High five. Thank you, Cole.
0: <laughs> Confirm. Theory, confirmed. Brian Castillo, you can eat my
1: shit. Oh, don't be mean to Brian.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't I'm you kidding. be
1: mean to Brian.
0: <laughs> the, the sad part is I, I, I'm just like Brian. I'm literally just <laughs> like Brian. I want Madison to come back. Really? I literally want Madison. I do. I do. Why? I just want... I just want it I no, want all the pieces no, to line no, up properly. No, no no no. I no, want it to no, line up properly. No,
1: no. I we're going into overtime for this shit. No. Do you know <laughs> what would happen if she came back?
0: Yeah, at least she would be dead. No,
1: I don't even mean the show. I don't even mean the show. <laughs>
0: oh Madison breaks the breaks the, the fandom. Loop.
1: <laughs> no. I'm not even talking about the show. Like, I don't even oh, care what would happen is... on the show. In real life, do you know what would happen in real life? The fandom the The same thing that would, would
0: happen with, with Daryl and Carol, right? Yes. Because yes. if they were to get what they want, yes. now what? Right? Yes. This is what we find ourselves saying. No,
1: it can't happen because of the fandom. Yeah. What is <laughs> she She, she, she
0: did, though, Sheridan says.
1: I don't want Madison co- to come back at this point because it will be a never ending parade of I told you so. You will never see me on social media again. It won't happen because I will not live through that.
0: Vigo the Car- Carpathian says in <laughs> Ghostbuster 2, and I will rule. Oh, <laughs> rule over a river of blood. <laughs> and for us, it'll be like, oh, they will rule over a river of jizz, <laughs> jizz over Madison. S- I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with. <laughs> same thing with. With fucking Daryl and Carol, a river of jizz. Yes. They will rule over a, ri- a river of jizz yes. over being right over Madison. Yes. And and Carol, C A R Y L <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Do
1: you see what she said? Virginia but, the Carpathian. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but before that she said, I shard I sharded that today. And you know that's in her in her autocorrect list, so that's
1: pretty sure it was shared
0: (laughs) i know i know what she's trying to say but then, I'm now I'm imagining <laughs> Vigo going, I will rule over a river of blood, and I sharted today <laughs> in, that, in that river, and just to make matters worse.
1: <laughs> I sharted today, oh my god.
0: The only other thing that I have that is of any significance whatsoever is did you look up what morning glories look like? I'm gonna start by saying morning glories are native to Central and South America, but they made their way up to the Southwest. They look an awful lot like blue bonnets. Oh, I like that there's a little, this is for the real fans, because they don't really say this outright, they don't show a picture of morning glories, and when he refers to his mother, we have to kind of tie that in, when he killed his mother, he just like waited to be found out, because he he felt bad, he didn't want to kill his mom, he... It was just a fit of rage. He was like, I didn't want to believe that I couldn't get my mother's love anymore. But then spring turned into fall, fall to winter, and then back to spring again. And the most beautiful crop of morning glories sprung out of her body. And I knew, which is what I researched too. She says they, they grow here too. They're a common garden problem. Yeah, many, many people call these morning glories kind of like the weeds of beautiful looking weeds. Their seeds are toxic, but also hallucinogenic too. But they, in terms of like, crop fitness, they will sometimes, they're very resilient, often called the weeds, the weed flower of the garden patch, you know, so they have to kind of really, really manage them because they can can overgrow, they can take over where most flowers and other plants would normally grow. So they will overshadow them, take their resources and grow over them. So yeah, oh yeah, we'll see, yeah, you know. Mm Oh okay. I was trying to make sense of what she was saying cuz they they do look kind of like blue bonnets in terms of color at least. They're they're different but they're, you know. Yeah, so she's confirming what I was saying. They're vines and will choke other plants off. Yeah. I mean, they're beautiful as fuck, but like, and so some people will refuse vines. to put them in their gardens because they will fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vines, right. But they're so resilient, which kind of says a lot about that cult following. They're convincing, they're meant to survive. I did note the comb, the blue comb, and the blue socks, obviously, and the blue toothbrush bristles, too. Did you notice that? as well, in in Teddy's cell.
1: I didn't notice the bristles were blue. The the
0: bristles were deep blue also, just like his socks, just like the comb in his cell. I don't don't know what it means. It's the same color as the jumpsuits as well. Blue
1: has been all over the place for this show
0: including Walter's jumpsuit, because I just stumbled upon this Redditor who said, hey, Walter is part of the sub crew. We we knew
1: this. Yes, Sharon, did bring up a Walter and Riley theory that Walter and Riley worked together on the sub. And once Walter realized what Teddy's plan was, he took the key and hijacked it. I don't know if I'm convinced that Riley was a part of the sub group. I do think a good chunk of those people were from the submarine, but I'm not sure... so sure that Riley was. He doesn't look like an officer to me. He doesn't hold himself like a soldier would. First of
0: all, I'm showing you a picture on the screen right now of Walter in this Reddit picture, right? <laughs> I, I called the, the file Sharon would be proud. Walter Sabuski. So it's a, it's Polish, right? So Walter, Walter's also kind of a Polish origin. And the beans on his face, you know, obviously he was very hungry. <laughs> we got that out of the way. And look, it has his uniform name. It's a, it's this is Sub and here's the key, right? Just to contrast. The actor's name is Damon Carney, okay? We all we thought we thought this was Raleigh, right? Mm-hmm. Get ready for this. Meet Damon Carney in real life, right?
1: Right? uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. No way. Yeah.
0: Wait. Okay. Wait. 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 It gets better. See, I call I call this file Damon Carney hot. So now Damon Carney hotter. Now this is closer <laughs> to his real age, but he, he somehow he looks even hotter than that. I want you to blow your load now. Bam! He just looks even better, right?
1: How many years were between those two pictures?
0: I don't know. Okay. Probably ten. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, a,
0: just didn't age well. I was
1: gonna say, why does he look like his own dad right now? Right, not that in act a, is not in a bad way.
0: Is it possible that he looks hotter?
1: That is so strange. Know. Like his jaw looks totally different
0: to be fair to you this picture is a little you know the contrast is, makes it a little washed out mm-hmm. this one's a, a, a full-on face view like so it's, it's a face on frontal this one has a little bit of a profile to it mm-hmm. So a little there's a, the shading and the light is in the on the other side and it's not head-on you would probably see it the same way so. mm-hmm. compare that to look at walter sabiuski right now
1: <laughs> it's a
0: doesn't he look yeah. totally not like the that, hot guy we just saw? That
1: man right there is not the pictures you just showed me. <laughs> <laughs> he touched <laughs> me in the no no place. That's anyway, not the right, same that, man. I,
0: I'm glad we brought that up because then I could I could show these pictures on the screen as we <laughs> premiere this episode and then put them in the blog and be like, Yeah, same person, same person. But it gets to a Crazy. bigger point. Wait. This will be the last point okay aside from the fact that damon carney is a hot human being hot dad oh yeah he has the key on him we see emil take the key but wait you need two keys right mm-hmm. for to, to 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 actually do the nuclear weapons right mm-hmm. what did we establish that alicia has two of
1: the saint christopher medallions
0: uh-huh parallelism one is for defense Yeah, you know, one well they're both for defense if you look at it in a, in, a, in an angle right you had the Nuclear missile defense, you know, the, you know, if everybody has them, then we all keep each other in check. Fine, I get that. But, you know, the St. Christopher Medallion was supposed to be the, the protection for the weary traveler, to lift, to bear heavy burdens, for you to persist, to take what you have and endure. Eh, nuclear weapons, two keys, those keys, those necklaces. um, You know, in the right hands, they're meant to keep everybody in check. In the wrong hands, though, they are death incarnate. <laughs>
1: Unless they watch our show, I don't think anyone else that watches Fear the Walking Dead is aware that Alicia has two medallions. They only see the one.
0: So this is funny because we're talking about keys. We're talking about medallions. But Sharon brought up rings and I wanted to bring up one more thing. There's one more parallel when it comes to rings. She's wrong about the rings. There's actually three rings because Dwight has the engagement and the two wedding bands, right? So there's three, which was why we on the banner, we, we make it look like a CRM logo because kind of tongue in cheek a little bit. Yeah but technically there are four rings if you wanted to count the candy wrapper ring. So, okay. But here's the thing. There's a little parallel here when it comes to Dwight and Sherry, though. I'm glad she brought that up because what were we talking about when when we're talking about Dwight and Sherry? Dwight is chasing Sherry, which is like the sun chasing the moon, which is like the Ouroboros. This is going to be another, this is another I'm going to impress D. fact. Okay, ready? When we look at Alicia and Teddy in this episode, Teddy is just like egging her on and Alicia's running away and he wants her to run away. Unlike Dwight and Sherry, this is like this weird dark mirror parallel, well, they're doing the same thing, but for the different reasons. Like John, doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Or, you know, the other John, and then the other John. (laughs) Same John. Anyway, parallels, right? Okay, but it's the same thing. Night chases day. Now day is running away from night or night is running away from day. One of the others, not towards it, but away from it. And he's like, yeah, I want you to. And they're both running away from opposite directions thinking that's what he she wants. No, it's exactly what he wants. That he wants her to run away. It's weird, right? But then I got to thinking, holy shit. Remember the Art of Peace? Mm-hmm. What is the logo in front of the Art of Peace? The book. You have it, right? Take a look at it. This is like the magic trick, right? I'm like the best magician ever. What's the logo on the front? The Ouroboros. The snake that eats itself. It's a But why? It's a
1: smudgy circle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's 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 the Ouroboros. It's the it's the snake that eats itself.
1: Well, it doesn't look like a snake.
0: <laughs> well, i I looked it up. <laughs> I wanted to be sure about this fact. This is what it exactly what it wrote. Okay. Teddy wants her to hate him in everything he stands for, the Ouroboros. Only instead of night chasing day, night is running away from day. And just like his mother did, you know, everything he hated, everything he stood for because he idolized her. Egotistic narcissism is basically me telling myself, remember to bring up egotistic narcissism and the image you put up, you know, of what you think you are versus what you actually are. (laughs) This is what I'm wondering is that, yeah, we we are seeing these patterns of day chasing night, night chasing day, night running away from day and wanting that to be the case. Of course, what does the art of peace come from? Morgan broke Alicia's loop a long time ago because of Nick and then stopped Alicia from murdering Naomi who's going to be breaking that loop the second time around, or is this one of those things where nobody's around to break the loop for Alicia and something has to happen as a result and the patterns are going to repeat this part gets me excited because it it is taking something from the past like Morgan's past and bringing it into the future from Dwight and Sherry's past the infinity symbol but it's really the Ouroboros which is the same thing as Night Chasing Day okay and here with with Teddy there's a little bit more Night Chasing Day but we need to break that loop we need to somehow get alicia out of this loop that teddy exactly wants who's going to be the one to do it i'm not saying it's dakota i'm saying it could be dakota and it seems like if we're talking about the queen's gambit maybe it is dakota i don't know i'm not comfortable but it could be one of those things where just like Morgan happened to be in the right place at the right time, to see the wrong thing that happened to Nick in order to fix it with Alicia, maybe the one who's supposed to break everything out of the loop is Charlie.
1: I'm cool with that.
0: Because something I said to Brian, I said, Brian, we didn't, we still didn't get Brian Castrillo. Mm-hmm. We still didn't get that episode with Charlie that Alexa Nyssen talked about. She has a really good scene that is basically the favorite one she's ever filmed. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, what if that's it? What if all this time we were looking at Dakota's like, oh my God, is she going to be the one to break the loop? Is she going to be the one to save the game? No, Charlie's going to be the one. To save the day.
1: Yeah, by killing Dakota.
0: What? By saving Alicia because Alicia took a chance on her.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: my God. She saves Alicia
1: by killing Dakota.
0: (laughs) I guess maybe we can all get what we want. (laughs) And with that, everybody, thank you for joining us on this another special. Hopefully, you love this. You've got some mind explosions from this episode. (laughs) Of Squawking Dead. If you like what you heard, head over to RateThisPodcast.com slash Squawking Dead and give us five stars and an eggplant to let us know that you love us and do it after every single episode. It really, really helps us. Comments, hates, things we missed, obviously there were. Please tell us what we missed. It helps us every single time. Listen, listening is good. Listening is great. That's all we really need. But when you rate us, it gives us relevance. Like Cindy J, who rated us earlier on this week. Thank whoop you
1: whoop. so much. Thank you, Cindy. You're like literally
0: the best. I, I mentioned you twice. Yeah. Twice in this episode. So thank you. Austria can't not only be the winners italy just came out with the numbers yeah we're in the top 200 so what Whoop. so Whoop. listen uh, let's bring back America. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Let's bring back, let's bring back, or at least Canada. And if you really, really like us, head over to ko squawkingdead and just follow us. When you do, you'll know when we record. You'll know when the unedited episodes drop. You'll also know when we play Jackbox games. Because yeah, you could join us on stream, on camera, and audio, or and or audio, whatever, if you don't want to show your face. But you can at least hear you laugh as we laugh. We can hear you laugh as you're about to say something so funny and inappropriate. Be a part of the contribution. The answers that make us laugh so hard. Please make sure that you like this stream or this podcast wherever you're hearing or watching it. We really really appreciate you joining us week after week and making this podcast what it is. So thank you. And hey, we'll see you at the camp. Well, we will have already seen you at the camp. So it was great seeing you at at the the camp. Unless it wasn't, in which case, go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah. I never want to see you again. That
1: one person that pissed me <laughs> off? Yeah, I'm not talking to you anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, only one?
1: I imagine, Man, just one.
0: I'm a dreamer. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, everybody. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Love you.